The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. A lot of uh, really interesting things going on. Um, for instance, Amelia Earhart was apparently found. They're pretty. They're like ninety nine percent sure they found her bones. Uh, we'll tell you about that coming up. Something that's uh, more agonizing than interesting. Uh, Florida passed the gun control bill. It's just now wait, awaiting Rick Scott's signature. And here's what it does: the gun control bill raises the age. To purchase a firearm, any firearm, to 21 from 18. So they did that. It requires a three-day waiting period for firearm purchases. With a few exceptions. They don't name those. It bans the sale or possession of bump fire stocks, which allows a semi-automatic weapon to fire more like an automatic weapon. It gives law enforcement more authority to seize weapons and ammunition from those deemed Mentally unfit or otherwise a threat. Hmm. Huh. Of course, they already had that. If they would have seized the guy's weapons for sticking a gun to the head of, of another human being, which is illegal already, and you, you can't do that, and you could have taken his firearms, then they chose not to. And it provides additional funding for armed school resource officers and mental health services. So it just is awaiting the signature, and it goes into law. And Florida will have one of the more stringent gun control laws in the country. Yeah, thanks to the 17-year-olds who are telling everybody what to do right now, leading us around by the nose on gun control, because they know they're experts. They're experts. Uh, they told us that. Uh, how dare you say they're not experts? Because uh, they are. They've been through a tragedy. And anytime you've been through a tragedy, you become an expert. All the people, like there's 7 million experts on hurricanes now in Houston, Texas, after what they went through last year. They're all meteorologists. It's really strange. It's, it's great. They've all got a meteorological degree now. All of them. Man, so. <laughs> and because there's been so much construction, they're all contractors now. Every single one of them is a contractor. Seven million contractors in Houston, Texas. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's so silly. Uh, also, uh, Joe Scarborough lectured and talked down to Ted Cruz on the Second Amendment. Like, uh, it, it's just so insulting. It's pretty good. It's unbelievable. It, it's really unbelievable. Um, let me play this for you because... <laughs> He tells he tells Ted Cruz not to lecture him, but y- you tell me who's lecturing whom. You know better than anyone 
what the Second Amendment says mm-hmm. and what I don't it know does better than anyone. But I, I know what the Second well, Amendment but, but, says. But, but, well, you were involved with Heller, weren't I, you? I, I, you were involved. With represented Heller. thirty-one states exactly. in, in Heller. So you know that at least where it stands right now, Scalia said that the Second Amendment means that people have a right to keep and bear arms in their homes. They have a right uh, to to have handguns in their home. They have a right to have shotguns in he their home. He didn't just say in their home, by the way. The the, the home is not a but, qualifier. But if you go from 2008 and the decision in 2010 all the way through now, obviously the Supreme Court has denied cert time and time again for limitations on assault-style weapons, for limitations on carry, for limitations on just about everything Mm -hmm. but what you and others successfully argued in Heller. So having an Remember, AR- Heller was about a semi-automatic handgun, which the Supreme Court right. said the Second Amendment protected and the District of but, Columbia couldn't ban. But you know, though, that every American doesn't mm. have a constitutional Second Amendment right to no. carry an AR-15. No, I, I don't I, know that. I, let me yes, yes or no? I, no. I, I, Say I'm it, Ted. No. I'm not going to debate that. The no. Court, no, no. The courts it, will assess wait, it. Wait, 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 no, no, but the right. courts have hmm. assessed it. No, no they just, haven't. That's not what a denial of cert means. It, 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 the court often on an area of constitutional litigation will let the federal courts of appeals they call it percolating which is to let them senator, debate it back that. and forth and a denial of cert it's has been, no presidential senator, impact senator there are listen a lot to of people listen to uh, lawyers Senator, right now stop being so stupid senator you know stop telling him what he knows and doesn't know you talk about talking down and lecturing someone. their eyes at what you're Ugh. saying because this percolation has been going on for 10 years. Uh, that's and, not unusual. And, 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 and remember, and, my career was litigating before the Supreme Court. So, so right, actually, right. I, this is not an uncommon thing. I, I recognize that's not what you do, but, but the court <laughs> denies you like it, you that in, you I that don't in need there. you to lecture me oh, shut on up. what the yeah, Supreme yeah, Court do. does yeah, and what yeah, it doesn't you, do. You do need the, if do. the Supreme Court denies, sir, time uh-huh. and time again, Again, and they have since 2010. Here he is lecturing now, Ted Cruz, on what the Supreme Court is, Senator, does, and doesn't do. Senator. This is a man who's never lost a case before the U.S. Supreme Court. He's been there nine times and argued nine different, really, some of them, uh, earth-shaking uh, cases before the Supreme Court. He won them all. He won them all. He's never lost a case before the Supreme Court. He's been there more than any other attorney general in the country. And you've got, you've got Joe Scarborough, uh, this bumpkin, this buffoon, telling him about the Supreme Court. And, you mean the former congressman? Yeah, the former congressman from, what, 20 years ago. And Well, I won't get into the yeah, intern. Don't, don't. Let's not go. <laughs> I actually left that alone this time. I'm hacked off enough right now to go to the intern, but I won't. Uh, and, and they've allowed Connecticut's laws to stand in place that actually uh, ban uh, uh, assault-style weapons. So, right now, the court is mm-hmm. sitting back, and they are allowing that to remain in place and allowing that. That is constitutional right now. There is not a constitutional right, and you know it. And you know and it. You Stop telling him what he knows. down to me all you want to, but you know there is not a constitutional right. Joe, who's talking down to whom? You say Thank lawyers you. are rolling their eyes at me. I mean, let's just well, be clear. He's telling you what you know. Said, this is what you do. I understand it's not what you do, Joe, but I do understand this. Even a dumb country lawyer like me understands no, that an AR-15 today is not recognized as a constitutional right of Americans under the Second Amendment. Of course it is. Of course it is. 
because military weapons must be part of the Second Amendment because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And I love that. that Scarborough starts out by telling uh, Ted Cruz, acknowledging, you know the Second Amendment better than anyone. Well, then don't tell me what it means. I know it better than you. You just said, I know it better than anyone. So stop telling me what the Second Amendment means. And stop telling me what I know about it and what I don't. It's agonizing. And Joe Scarborough continues to claim to be very conservative. A, a very conservative Republican. Please. That went out the window decades ago. Uh, you can't be around all that liberalism at MSNBC and continue to be very conservative. It just rubbed off on him. You know, it's just rubbed off on him. It more than rubbed off on him. I mean, he married he's one. He's marrying it. <laughs> yeah, he's he loves the liberalism so much. He's marrying it. <laughs> and it used to be that they hated to be called a couple. Right. They hated that. And now all of a sudden, oh, uh, by the way, we're getting married. Uh, Mika and I are engaged. Wait, I I thought it was ludicrous to call you two a couple. I thought you were just co-anchors. That's interesting now that you're all of a sudden a couple when everybody said you were a couple and you, you vehemently that. denied strange situation co-workers. yeah yeah <laughs> we have we've got we have great on-air chemistry so sue us uh that's all it is <laughs> somehow that on-air chemistry apparently spilled over yeah perhaps uh into off-air chemistry and and now they're a couple uh, but now he's a guy who can lecture Ted Cruz, who has argued before the United States Supreme Court more than any attorney general in the country when he was attorney general. Now, of course, he's he's a U.S. senator and doesn't do that anymore. But but when he was uh, in Texas, he argued before the Supreme Court all the time, all the time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So don't don't tell Ted Cruz what he knows about the Second Amendment and what he doesn't. You know the Second Amendment doesn't cover assault weapons. Of course the Second Amendment covers assault weapons. I don't know why uh, Senator Cruz wouldn't jump in there and 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 say no. It's of course the of course the Second Amendment includes assault weapons. Of course it does. Now automatic weapons have been banned. Since 1934. So if, if you want to make that argument, I mean, maybe I can tell you that it doesn't include automatic weapons because that is an actual ruling from right. the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, and, uh, you know, we've just accepted that now. And it's been accepted for a good long time. But as great as Ted is and was <laughs> in that clip, I mean, that is another example of what uh, was part of his demise against Donald Trump. Was that there were times when you went, Ted, just tell him. Yes, that is true. Ted, what are you doing? Don't try to dance around it and, and be nice and try to play both sides. Just put it on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of frustrating once in a while from Ted. It is I frustrating. Him, yeah, I, I do too. But as I said yesterday when we played the ad and uh, some of his rhetoric, he's just, he's not great at connecting with people. He's, no, he's not. not great at this. He's great at legislating. He's He's really great. Uh, standing up for conservative values, but he's not he's not great at expanding and expounding on his principles and values to the American people and arguing his point to a buffoon like Joe Scarborough. <laughs> it just 
he doesn't do that well. <laughs> and as many times as you try to help, it doesn't seem to. It just comes out the same way, pretty much. So you got to live with it. And he's a great senator, and, and uh, I just voted for him the other day. Uh, and he won by 85% to about 6%, yeah. I think, to the, the second-place person had 6%. And, <clears throat> you know, everybody's making a big deal out of the Democrat turnout. Ah, uh, Texas is turning blue! No, it's not. No, it's not. Not even close. No, it's not. I mean, he more than doubled the votes against his more uh, than his doubled opponent against Beto and, O'Rourke. And they're reporting today <laughs> that actually he received more votes uh, than all the Democratic. Yeah, all combined. So by a lot. Watch out for that wave. Yeah, <laughs> watch out. Yeah, the blue wave. The blue wave in Texas. They're making a lot out of it, but there's nothing to it. There's nothing. It's not turning blue. It's just not. Triple uh, eight. Even though his his uh, Irish American opponent, who's not Hispanic, is going by a Hispanic nickname to make people think he's Hispanic, so he can get the Hispanic vote. He's working hard on that, uh, trying to do that, and try to be Beto O'Rourke or Beto O'Rourke when his name is Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Now he claims he's been called that since he was a little kid. I don't know because I don't know Beto or Beto. Uh, you guys didn't hang out? Or no, we didn't hang out. No. So. Despite what all the newspapers said. Oh, despite you that. Didn't, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to put us together, right. but we just never were. Right. 888-900-3393. Uh, joined now by Brad Staggs. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to um, pose a hypothetical today. Okay. Uh, let's, let's just suppose that you were Japanese. Living in Japan, you would most likely uh, have a mimikaki and be practicing the art of mimisoji. Mm. Any guesses? Uh, I, I'll bet you can. I have, I have a lot of guesses. I bet, but none of them are right. Earwax. Well, apparently, it has something yes, to do with earwax. In Japan, in, in, that, in that culture, uh-huh. a mother cleaning her child's earwax out, removing it, is akin to breastfeeding. That, that sort of mm. closeness. That's beautiful. That togetherness. Really, that's wonderful. So I thought we should start a movement around the <laughs> studio here. And, you know, just we could clean each other's. No, 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 Mm-mm. just a, just no. an effort to bring us closer. No, I just I thought. And no. And when you see the little I tweeted out mm-hmm. a picture of this and, and mentioned you, Jeffy, and, and, and you, Pat, that when you see the the instrument that they use to clean out the earwax, it's a bit like a medieval torture device. Wow. Um, with a teddy bear attached. There's it's, a safe, safer way to do it. I'm guessing. You know, it's strange. You should States mention that, Pat. And it's uh-huh. called Wax RX. Huh. I am so glad you brought that up. Yeah, if you too. go to usewaxrx.com, <laughs> you will find the much, the infinitely safer way mm-hmm. to clean the earwax out. And you can still feel just as close to, let's say, Jeffy by doing it for him, getting those eardrops <laughs> in there and using that, that squirt bottle to, to get that warm water in there and flush it out. And you can still make it a family affair. You anyway. absolutely I mean, I could. Yes. I mean, when we had the, my, the first round of of uh, right? com, uh-huh. uh, the family all gathered around. And right? See, got to, no right? one, no one wants know, to admit look. it, but millions of views on YouTube. Everybody loves to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Usewaxrx.com, and if you use promo code radio, you get free standard shipping, so that just makes it even better. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Uh, let me tell you about uh, selling your home now. If you're trying to sell your home and you really need to do it fast, and of course everybody wants to get the most money they can out of it, Here's a great way to do that. It's called realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, Glenn and Tanya went through trying to sell their house years ago in Connecticut and 
couldn't sell it for a long time and uh, lost a lot of money on it. And it was just a bad experience for him. So they wanted to make the experience better for others. And that's when they put together Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's a network of over 1,200 agents across America that are qualified by Glenn's team on things like their experience, what, what kind of marketing plan do they have, what's their character, and what kind of results have they gotten in the past for their clients. And then there's another key element, and that's, are they fans of the show? That might not seem like a big deal, but it, it is, because it means that they have the same principles and values. You do, you're going to connect with them just a lot better. So if you're trying to sell your house, don't get all frustrated and, and use the wrong agent and have an awkward, awful situation. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we'll hook you up with the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393. So Florida has passed gun control legislation. It now just awaits uh, Governor Rick Scott's signature. Is it possible that he doesn't sign it? I don't think so. I This seems to have plenty of momentum. Seems like he'll just... I mean, I, I haven't actually seen any quotes from him, uh, but I was just assuming he was gonna he was gonna sign it and goes into law. This would raise the purchase purchase age on firearms to twenty one from eighteen. It would require a three day waiting period for a firearm purchase. Bans is the sale of the bump stock thing. It gives law enforcement more authority to seize weapons and ammunition from those deemed mentally unfit or otherwise a threat. And it provides additional funding for armed school resource officers and mental health uh, services. I thought that wasn't part of this deal. I I thought it was all about the guns. What are you trying to do resource officers Mm -hmm. at the school for? Or uh, mental health services? What does that have to do with anything? Is the the FBI has also um, come out with a, a list of things that they did wrong. Wait. And they missed uh, in this shooting. The Federal Bureau of Investigations? Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, I thought this was all on the NRA, right? This was all the NRA's fault. Huh. But a senior FBI official briefed lawmakers on the agency's failure to respond to warnings about the teenager accused of carrying out the uh, deadly shooting at the South Florida High School last month. Acting FBI Deputy Director David Bowditch met with lawmakers uh, on the House Oversight and Government Reform and Judiciary Committees Tuesday night to discuss the missteps which were revealed in the days after the shooting. Uh, Bowditch acknowledged that the FBI failed to follow its own protocol after it received a tip in January about the murderer and vowed to take corrective actions. This is exactly why I am so huh. 
mad at the NRA. <laughs> that is exactly why I'm mad at the NRA. Wait, because the FBI oh missed God. all these things, oh you're mad gosh. at the NRA? Yes. Really? Okay. I, this is Well, that makes perfect sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're trying to protect the Second Amendment. And, right. Uh, why would you protect any amendment in the Constitution? Why? <laughs> why would you do that? It's so stupid. Well, it's old. Right, it's it it ha- it didn't happen this century, last century, or even the century before. That's how old it is. I mean, the guys that put it together could white. not have they were white. Could not have envisioned what this world could was they have like now. envisioned bump stocks? No, 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 they could not. No, they didn't have iPads. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have cars. They weren't <laughs> flying around in planes. They didn't, knew Thank nothing you. about our day. Nothing. Thank you. <laughs> so why would we listen to them? White slave owners. So when you think about uh, how a call to the FBI tip line that provided enough information to justify an FBI probe into the matter, but you go right to the NRA. Yeah, you go Uh, right to the freaking NRA. Yes. Bastards. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's it's so silly. And and what about the CEO of the NRA? You know, that Dana Loesch person. Well, I mean, exactly. What about her? Exactly. You know, and she has all. Why those, does she hate children? Why? Because she has all those congressmen in her back pocket. Yeah, she owns everybody in Congress. Thank we you. know that. We found that out Thank from the seventeen-year-olds. I didn't even know that when she worked here. I didn't know she owned every congressman and every senator. I, did you know that? No, when she I was did here? not. Had I known no, that, I, I would have asked her to ask for some special favors I for us. I would have definitely asked for some favors. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> We missed out on we a did. huge opportunity. It's disappointing, I know. When she was in this building, uh, she would have given them to us too. <clears throat> I think she would have. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. no, forget it. No, it's no, too late. Now she's the CEO and she doesn't care. Yeah, it's too late. She's <laughs> forgotten us down here at the bottom <laughs> run. Uh, John in Arizona, you're on the blaze. Hi. How you doing today, Pat? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Yeah, you know, we got to quit using that term that they want you to use, which is assault rifle. Mm. Uh, the rifle mm-hmm. itself can't assault anybody. I mean, there's an assault rock, assault knife. Anything you want to use can be an assault weapon. But they, but they've got us, you know, using the verbiage of assault rifle, mm-hmm. and it's not an assault rifle. It's a rifle. True. And so the the left's got us trained in that verbiage, and so it kind of makes their case more every time we use that word. I hate when they do that, and you're right. Uh, I know. You and we're, we're trained right. now. I mean, we just call it an assault rifle now, but it's not an assault rifle, not unless you're assaulting somebody <laughs> with it. <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. So, uh, and I they just play mean those... they've got us trained now, so we got to try to to watch ourselves when we're talking about Very it, and not call it an assault rifle. Yeah, and and, and uh, they're good at that. I mean, they're yes, they really are. good at that. <laughs> they're masters at it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, John. Because they know and they've known for a long time, long before we finally figured it out. You you control the language. You control the society. You control the culture. Is that, I mean, is that not the truth? Ever since they started with maybe the worst example of that, you're pro-choice. You're not pro-abortion. Shut up. No, you're pro-death of a baby. That's what we should have labeled it. You're pro-death and we're pro-life. Okay, we, it's too bad we didn't wake up to this earlier. <laughs> and now he's right about the assault weapon thing. Because that really is a negative. You're assuming it, it's assaulting people. Right? right, right. Well, that's the only thing it's created for, is killing. That's the only thing it's created for. Really? This it won't make pudding for me? Are you sure about that? <laughs> no, the AR-15, that'll make pudding on the side, won't it? 
strawberry shortcake, something like that, something delicious. It's not for that purpose? Huh, weird. <laughs> so ridiculous. 888 uh, Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to introduce you to uh, an incredible guy who has uh, started a great business that is all about serving vets. Uh, he lost his battle buddy in war. He lost uh, four or five other friends in battle. <clears throat> and um, what happened when they came home was they weren't taken care of and uh, they were messed up. And 22 of these vets commit suicide every single day. And when they do that, there's, there's no recourse to pay for the funeral. So he decided to do something about it. And he started creating this beautiful furniture that we'll show, show to you. Um, there it is. Uh, these flags. And he, he can do them. I mean, he obviously created one for us with the blaze on it. Just absolutely beautiful furniture. We're going to talk to him about this effort with Dog Tag Furniture. Coming up in just a second on The Blaze. Pat Gray, The Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, you already know that uh, the VA has, in large measure, let down our veterans. Oh man, and there's our a new report out today that we'll go uh, through a little bit later on the show. That's embarrassing. It's it's despicable. And uh, there's a, a a veteran who has stepped forward to do something about it um, because. Uh, as you've heard the statistic, 22 returning veterans uh, commit suicide every day in this country. It's, I mean, it's a staggering statistic. You can't even get your head around. And when, when that happens, there's virtually no recourse for them for, to, for funeral expenses. There's 72,000 veterans organizations. None of them pay for the funeral of these men. So Troy Walker... Stepped forward, stepped up. He lost uh, his his best friend in battle, uh, and he founded Dog Tag Furniture. Troy jo- joins us now. Troy, welcome to the Blaze. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, um, listen, hey, thank you for uh, doing what you're doing, and thank you for your service. Um, you've led quite a you've led quite a life. Um, you were raised in Wisconsin, right? And your your mom abandoned you when you were 14. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, she left when I was 14. My dad left when I was 16, so I was wow. emancipated at 16. Lived on my own, worked a full-time job, part-time job, and went to high school at the same time and graduated on the Unruh. And became an Eagle Scout? Yes, sir. <laughs> and I became an Eagle Scout? <laughs> it's un- that's unbelievable. I mean, with my well, with my parents in the home pushing me to do all these things, uh, I was just a slug. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> It's incredible. Um, all of these things are, are just uh, amazing. So after your uh, yep. active duty, you were actually homeless for eight months as well on the streets of Minneapolis. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. I, I, I was discharged because I, I kept falling off the cliffs in the Army with my tank. and got hurt too bad. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So when I came back, yeah, we mm. had a little problem with gravity. Yeah. Um, so uh, after I was discharged, um, they tried to get me my closest home of record, which was Minneapolis. I grew up in Wisconsin, and I didn't have really in a family. So when I came to Minneapolis, I literally ran out of money, and um, I went to the VA, and they said, well, we'll see you next week for your doctor's appointment. And Wow. So I, mm. I was homeless in uh, Twin Cities for eight months, and now that I had to be by re- relying. That's not a great oh, city sorry. to be homeless in because it's I don't know a little nippy in the winter time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah, going to be homeless, what I did was I, uh, for, oh, you, you, I what I did was I prayed and I got a job actually for in exchange for a room as a chaplain. Wow, in the homeless great. shelter, and um, so I lived there for about eight months, and then I. Um, you know, pulled myself up by my bootstraps and got a couple of jobs, worked for Pizza Hut and Papa John's at the same time. Wow. You know? Wow. Uh, and you uh, eventually met and married, and, and now you have children, and, and uh, now you're doing what you do for, for veterans, which is just, I yes, mean, sir. it's incredible. Tell us, tell us about uh, what happened to get you started making furniture to help pay for these funerals. Well, dog take furniture, it's all started seven years ago when I made the biggest mistake of my life and made my wife a dining room table. <laughs> and um, so we started selling furniture on the side to go to Disney World. And uh, that's how dog take furniture was actually started. And then two years after that, um, my battle buddy, uh, my tank commander I served with, committed suicide. Up until then, we've had eight of my company of 67 commit suicide oh, uh, with a yeah. grand total of 11. Um, mm. we, his, his wife called me and told me the news and naturally I said, you know, I asked when the funeral was and she was, we're not going to have the funeral. Um, there's no funding. We're already living paycheck to paycheck and you know, we can't, the VA only gives $300 and I was just astonished. I've always been told that part of our service is that we get a funeral when we die. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, would um, expect that. Yeah. And especially if you die in combat, um, Statistics are even worse. If you die in combat, you only get $2,100. And in both cases, you have to pay the VA $30 for the flag to be draped over your coffin. Jeez. So um, he was only going to get $300. We didn't, you know, I, I didn't have any money and we couldn't pay for it, but I was going to raise the funds. And I started making these wooden flags and I went out and sold them. And uh, I, I started asking for donations at first and everyone kept asking me, you know, what do I get in return? You know, do I get a blanket or, or what? And I'm like, well, I'll give you this American flag. So that's how we got started. And we kind of blew up for a little bit. Uh, we paid for a lot of funerals. We've we've spent so far uh, about a quarter of a million dollars on funerals and other expenses. Wow. And, um, yeah, we're kind of wow. like at the, the end right now. We, uh, we, we need a big push. We need a lot of donations to get through this year with the holidays and everything like that, we've, it's been a toll on veterans and it continues to be a toll. Yeah. Um, so where do people go if they want to, uh, check out this furniture and contribute to this? Um, well, they can go to dogtakefurniture.com. Um, they can call us our phone number and they can send us a, an order form over the mail. Um, like a hundred percent of our proceeds, up until recently, because we had to pay for advertising. But I still do not take a salary. My wife does not take a salary. 
we rely on private donations through another source so we can continue to do this and provide as much money as we can to the funerals. Yeah. Funerals are get expensive. In one funeral, we pay out usually around $3,000. And there's also a grant program if the family needs to get to the next place in their life. Let's say, um, like my battle buddy, he needed to get, his wife wanted to go home. They had no money. So we paid for their movement expenses to get home. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible that out of 72,000 veterans organizations, none of them uh, care enough to take care of the funerals of these of these uh, veterans returning from from battle. That's yeah, that is really unfortunate. And I was just as surprised as everyone else because everyone kept telling me the minute uh, the veteran dies, we wipe our hands of them. There's all there's thousands, tens of thousands of PTSD suicide prevention groups that do wonderful work but their charters are that they per- try to prevent it mm-hmm. so when they when that actually happens a lot of these bodies go on claim they sit in the uh, coroner's office and the coroner has absolutely nothing to do can't contact anyone so they cremate them and they put them in a baggie and they dispose of their bodies and i mean these veterans um have just served their country and they've become messed up probably in large measure due to serving that country right and they they come home and and they're like you said suffering from ptsd and they have a hard time coping yeah that is correct they um they endure the worst of the worst and they come home and they think that they're going to get some help and they go to the va i remember when i went to the va for counseling they um i had to explain every military term to the counselor i spent the first 45 minutes of my hour session explaining what TA-50 meant, or why we call it a weapon instead of a rifle. Um, you know, So there's a big disconnect between the counselors. A lot of the counselors haven't served. They just, and, and also they just start throwing medication at, the, at their patients. I walked out with eight prescriptions in 15 minutes of psychoanalysis. Mm. So, and then you get addicted to those. Right. Um, three weeks ago, the VA announced that they're no longer going to give out any kind of opiates. And then they turn around and say, look at us. We reduced opiate usage by 90% after they've addicted right. 100% of their veterans. Uh, right. So they're not even going to help. So they're, new- they're not even going to help the veterans that they've uh, been uh, giving the painkillers to, the opioids to, to get off of them? Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the things I do Holy volunteer God. is I do a mentor mm. court where uh, I mentor veterans that are in the court system up here. And one of my mentees um, was addicted to opiates. And the VA said, okay, no more. And no, we're not, we don't have rehab in place right now, so you're going to have to wait a couple of months. Oh, my god! so he went out. That's a crime. He went out. Yeah. And he went out and did heroin. Oh. And he got busted. And now he's a. Now he's a felon. He's classified as a drug. Oh, right. my gosh. This is just despicable. Uh, it sure is. That's it's, that's criminal. It's despicable. Yeah. How do you just end it like that uh, with these guys who are depending on this? I mean, certainly um, they started out on opiates because, well, they had pain. Yeah. And yep. aspirin wasn't doing the job. And so you can't just leave them hanging. Well, of course. And, and in some cases, that's really dangerous to just yeah. stop the And of course, my, my argument to that, and I know this is a side note from that, mm-hmm. but my argument to that is, is, of course, they're addicted. They've been you've been giving them 
yeah. the medicine yeah. for quite some time. A right. body becomes addicted. It that does. doesn't make you a criminal to be addicted to the medicine. Right. But if you want them off of it, you've got to help the people get off of it. That's that. That's unbelievable. And then, yeah, then they go to Congress and say we don't have any funding available to help these people that are dying because of opiate addiction. So mm. we can't fix this until you give us more money. So they use the veterans as hostages to get more funding. Of course. Wow. This is uh, this is really just heartbreaking. It sure is. Um, so Troy, uh, does Home Home Depot? I understand gives you uh, discounts for the materials. Are they helping yeah, you out Home here? Home Depot was was a great sponsor. I went to them last year. Uh, we were on national news, and we got a lot. Of, we got about two thousand flag orders. I went to Home Depot and asked them for a discount. And they said, not only will you, we give you a discount, but we will pay our employees and we'll give you $10,000 worth of materials to make these 2,000 flags. Wow, that's one great. Day, that's great. So one day they sent 60-some um, uh, employees to a warehouse that we rented out, and um, they built 1,000 flags in two hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what wow. you normally pump out? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, 2,000 um, a day pretty much. That's your normal output. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I, I went from five a day uh, in my driveway until the city told me to stop. So the city I asked you to, to stop. I saw that. I saw uh, they, that. Yeah. I saw that there were complaints about you pedaling without a license, but that was kind of <laughs> solved. Yeah, it was. But then I, when I started making them out of my driveway, the police came over and said I had to stop because I'm a nuisance to the neighborhood because of my sawdust. Oh. <laughs> Wow. I mean, they just they slap you coming and going, don't they? They sure do. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, they just sent the police over here on Sunday because uh, I started advertising on the Blaze. And they wanted to know what I'm going to say about the city. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. Yep. I, I mean, yep, oh, that's serious. Not so unbelievable. I'll give you the police report. Uh, okay, well, uh, Troy, tell us how how do we uh, get involved in this? Where where do we buy the furniture? Do do? And um, no kidding. And uh, uh, how many different things can you uh, buy there? You've got the furniture and you've got some clothing items too, right? Yes, sir. We our, our furniture right now is limited to just our flags. Okay. Um, yeah. Because we've had such an we've had such a run on them lately. Uh, so with the flags, we have two basic designs. We call them the old glory and the rustic. You're picturing the old glories right now, the red, white, and blue traditional. And the rustic is uh, uh, dark stain and light stain, so it's like a walnut and a maple. Okay. And we also, with each flag, um, we customize. We can customize it for $25. You can add a logo, a logo of your choice <laughs> on our website. Or for another $25, we can custom make any logo you want, like you saw in the Blaze. And uh, we also do the thin blue line and the thin red line. And we have firefighter stencils. We have pretty much all the patriotic stencils. And the minute I think I got them, all somebody throws us a curveball. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome furniture. Uh, yeah. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's it's for I can't think of a better cause. Um, so thank you for doing this. And it's dogtagfurniture.com. Go there now and uh, and and help out these these vets uh, who have no other recourse. Their families have no other recourse. Uh, thank you for doing this, Troy. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. We'll talk to you again. Thanks. Uh, that's Troy Walker, who um, is you know, trying to come up with enough money to support the veterans who have committed suicide. Their, their funerals aren't paid for because they committed suicide. 
uh, the VA gives them $300 and says, here. Well, you could pretty much cremate them, maybe. Maybe. That. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if it, if it would cover that, but you would have no funeral. So <clears throat> he's doing an, inc- an incredible service, and uh, they've got no other recourse. The, no other veterans organization does anything like this. Dogtagfurniture.com. Uh, all right. Cosmo Hurts Kids is on a mission as well. Cosmo Hurts Kids founder is Victoria Hurst. Her family uh, owns the Hearst Corporation. They publish Cosmo Magazine. But Victoria believes that Cosmo contains pornography that's harmful to kids. I believe it, too. And when you check out the magazine, all you have to do is look at the magazine. (laughs) I mean, when you're in the checkout stand, look over and you will see what we're talking about. When you've got headlines like heat up your sex, sizzling foreplay techniques, um, warm toys for your hot spots. Okay. Uh, if you want your 13, 14, 15-year-olds reading that. Or younger. Or younger uh, and learning these things from Cosmo, uh, you know, I can't help you. Uh, but if you think maybe they shouldn't have access to it, then go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. Find out what you, want, what, uh, what you can do. All that uh, Victoria is trying to accomplish here is to have the material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan magazine like it has other forms of pornography. And then kids under 18 can't buy it. Now, if you're over 18, it's up to you, right? You're, but there, there's not much we can do about that. But if you're under 18, uh, then you'd be able to stop these kids from buying the, the Cosmopolitan magazine when they walk into a a grocery store or a convenience store uh, to make this purchase. So go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. CosmoHurtsKids.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Welcome. 888-900-3393. So heartbreaking. The fact that nobody is taking care of these vets. That the VA turns their back on them. Embarrassing. That they do things like uh, cut them off from opioid treatment. Just cold turkey. Oh, we've got this treatment, and uh, we know it's addictive. And uh, guess what? Uh, So addictive, and the president uh, hates the idea of people being addicted to drugs, so you're cut off now. I I ask any pain specialist. You can't just stop. It's dangerous. (laughs) Your body has... Has become used yes. to that, and uh, it could cause severe problems. Uh, and, and you heard him talk crazy, about his yeah. friend who then moved on to heroin because he couldn't get the opioids. Right. That he, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oof. Just amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and then for no no recourse for those who commit suicide, and they've done really very little to prevent the suicide. And so when it happens, sorry, here's three hundred bucks. Good luck, and that's it. And they lose their benefits. They lose their benefits because they committed suicide. And they lose their health insurance or their life insurance, rather. Their life insurance is gone once you commit suicide. So the family is just left destitute. Family gets nothing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Redeen in California. Welcome to the Blaze. 
Hey, guys. Thanks hey. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm calling because, first of all, I went right away when the guy was on to his site and bought something. Thank you. And that's Thank something you. that we can all do. Yes. And I'm calling because uh, I noticed that you had said, you know, all of these vet fraternity organizations around the country, why don't they do anything? Apathy is huge. My husband is the commander. He is an Air Force vet, and he's a commander of our local American Legion. Now, he still works a full-time job, but because he saw a need, he went there to do this as well. It's all voluntary. They get no um, funding from the, the national I'm going to say American Legion, they don't get even the regional. The money does not come down from anything. Each post has to raise its own. And getting people to get off their butts to just do a fundraiser at the post is so difficult. It's the apathy that's Mm -hmm. in people's souls. And they all do the and shake their heads, oh, isn't this sad, and then go about their day. Hi, you need to do something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what my husband has tried to do as a commander, and I know that unfortunately this isn't at every post, but when we find people like Dog Tag Furniture is to put up their information, to tell people about them. You're doing the best that can be done, giving them a national voice. We're trying. Well, that's what we're, yes. Yeah, we're trying. So. And, and that's what's incredible because – there is a, a real difference in the listeners of The Blaze, I think. We do stuff. Oh, yeah. We're the people who want to do things. Yes. And by getting it out there, that's going to be incredible. I can tell you that Dog Tag Furniture will definitely have a display that I'll put up at the American Legion. Thank um, you. So that that's at least great. a local thing here, you know, will know about it. Um, I also know that my uh, husband here has made something to where mm. when vets call in and they need help, since I'm at home, um, I try to call around and get them hooked up with the places they need. But each post in the country usually has a month's worth of like $100 that they can at least give to emergency vets um, or vets that are, are in some kind of emergency. So if you can search out your local American Legion post, at least a lot of them have something like that budgeted out okay i appreciate that information and thanks for all you're doing and your and your husband uh tell him thanks as well thanks reading um you know glennon said it many times it's this audience that's going to turn things around and i believe that wholeheartedly too because this audience cares they love the country they're true patriots and they're willing to get out and and do some work uh which is unusual now because not a lot of people are we got this. There's a story, you know, as, as long as we're on the military right now, we've got this story about the U.S. Marine Corps commandant who told Congress yesterday recruitment is hard work because so few people are qualified to fill the ranks. Wow. Here's I mean, they're having such a difficult time finding kids who are even qualified. Here's what he So I think we're all aware that, you know, in the nation, I mean, it's a strategic issue that less than 30 percent of the young men and women of our nation are qualified just to join the military. Less than 30 percent. Because of physical, mental or moral issues. So now we're down to 30 percent. And now we have to find those that have a propensity or who are interested in doing this. And as there's some growth in the force, we're all out there competing in the same looking for the same type of young men or women. So, so they're, for they're, your Marines right now, you know, we're getting 99.7 high school grads. 
Uh, we've got a delayed entry pool of high school seniors that are waiting to graduate that comprises about 50 to 60% of those that we're going to assess and, and send to recruit training next year. Physically, mentally, morally. morally. I found that fascinating that he, used, that he said morally. I, I don't think we use think that anymore in the military. That's, apparently, the Marine Corps does. Good. I, I would imagine virtually all branches of service do, but that's that's amazing. Only 30% physically, morally, and mentally qualify to even join the uh, the military. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've got some problems. Yeah. Uh, we've got some issues. And, but, and, hey, come on in, and we'll take care of you all the way through even when you when we're through with you. Yeah, and then uh, we Wait. certainly won't discard you and leave you homeless nope. at the end of this thing and or not pay for your funeral if anything goes wrong. Don't even worry about it. It's pathetic. Uh, it's amazing. 888 More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, uh, Jeffy filling in for uh, Keith, who sadly got ill right before the show, which is interesting. Oh, is all of a sudden, I'm sick. I'm sick. I right? gotta go home. I gotta go home. Why even come in? Right? If you're, you're gonna s- blow it off. Uh, but he did. So here we are. Have you seen the push yet on uh, Netflix? I, I have watched the whole thing. Although I know what it is, I've watched bits and pieces. So I mean, you do, you're not gonna give me any spoiler alerts. It's fine. I know, I know how it ends. I know what. Oh, you do. But I just haven't seen the it in its entirety. It's fascinating. I, I love it. I, I I do too, and I I just can't quite determine in my mind whether it's moral or not to be doing this to people. Uh, what they put them through, you know, without giving any details. But what they put these people through, trying to push them into killing someone, they put them through hell. What if one of them has a heart attack during? During the filming, how would you feel then? What if one of them, I mean, and you've got to be causing some psychological issues in the aftermath, thinking about all the things you did or didn't do during the course of this. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean, how wow. far do you go? Do you, do you think you would have made it? I don't think I would have done. It's easy to say this. I know. I honestly don't believe I would have done any of it. I really don't. I don't think I would have. Maybe the first thing, but I... You know, this this happens really early on, so I'll tell you one of the, the things first, they do right. is is pretend that uh, a meat uh, hors d'oeuvre is vegetarian, and so they put these vegetarian flags in it and try to get the person to lie about the fact that they're serving... Oh, we don't have any vegetarian meat, so just, just say that they're vegetarian. Nobody yeah, will know. Just put the vegetarian flag in it, and I, I'd be concerned about that because there's some health issues involved, and it's just dishonest, and I... I think I would say no. I, uh, no, I can't. I'm, no, I'm not doing that. So if you do that, 
you must be done at that point because if you can't even do that, you're certainly not going to kill right. somebody. Right? No, no, no right. way, no way. So, I mean, you've got to you've got to be able to get into the, uh, you know, get into the mode of yeah, that's fine. I wish we could about talk it. about the whole thing because I'd love to. I'd love to get people's thoughts on all that happened. <laughs> it's amazing. I can't wait. Well, because some people haven't seen it. It's Netflix. So, so what? Go see it when you want to. There's no reason to see it if we tell you what happens, right? No, I mean, I know you don't have that thing where I don't. people can ruin movies for not. you because you'll you'll hear the whole thing and then I go see not. it anyway. But uh, most people have that thing. I do not have that thing. I'd rather hear about it than I can't tell you. You've got to watch it <clears throat> first. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're just the antithesis of every human being alive. <laughs> so... Uh, just know that going in, and when you know that in every discussion, <laughs> then it's easier to take Jeffy's uh, points of view. <laughs> you okay. know what else is really cool? Um, they apparently, they really believe strongly now that for the first time in, what, 80 years, they found Amelia Earhart. What do you think? Yes, no? I don't know. Seems man. like it. Seems like it. Um, scientific study claims to shed new light on this mystery. Richard Jantz, an emeritus anthropology professor at uh, University of Tennessee, says that bones discovered on the South Pacific island of Nikamaroro, which, uh, how often, I have a vacation home there. Have you uh, visited well, Nikamaroro lately? We, we bought there when it was Gardner Island, but oh, when they okay. changed the name to Nikamaroro, <laughs> I sold Okay. Oh, I'm not living well, if you can't anymore. pronounce the name of the island, how can you have a home there? That's why I said, no, you're not Gardner Island anymore, I'm out. Anyway, they say that these are likely Earhart's remains. Uh, contradicting a forensic analysis of the remains in 1941 that described the bones as belonging to a male. Those bones were lost, and there continues to be a debate. Now, wasn't she with her nav- navigator who was male? I don't know that. Yeah, so it could have been his, right? The male bones could have been his. These other bones could be hers. Why is that out of the realm of possibility? And apparently, one of the theories is that they were having an affair, and she went off with it to be with him. Uh, she was attempting to fly around the world. She disappeared with navigator Fred Noonan on July second, nineteen thirty-seven, during a flight from Papua New Guinea to Howland Island in the Pacific. First woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. One of the most famous people in the world when she disappeared. Now, one theory is that she died a castaway after landing on a remote island. This particular remote, Nicomaroro, the coral atoll, 1,200 miles from the Marshall Islands. So it's way out there. Some 13 human bones were found on this island, also known as Gardner Island, which I think from now on I will be calling it. I mean, that's when we purchased it, when it was there, when it was Gardner Island. Yes. Uh, So the bones... In 1941, the bones were analyzed by a doctor who was the principal of the Central Medical School in Fiji. But Jantz says modern analysis techniques may have delivered a different result, especially with regard to gender. When Hoodless conducted his analysis, forensic osteology was not a well-developed discipline. Evaluating his methods with reference to modern data and methods suggest that they were inadequate to his task. So they're really... they're. They're 99% sure they actually found Amelia Earhart. I mean, they found some, they found some other artifacts as well <laughs> on the island, like a glass bottle 
containing traces of mercury, of design that matches the bottle uh, of uh, the way doctor, they used to make them. Yeah, the, the the freckle ointment from the 30s. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, it's, so there's some good circumstantial evidence that yeah. leads them to believe they finally found it. And they found a couple of uh, <laughs> pocket knives. You know, artifacts of broken up pocket knives. And okay. so I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, a higher percentage that this is than isn't now, right? Yeah, I'd say so. And it's a, it's it's generally the area where they think she might have landed. <clears throat> and it, I, they don't say, though, whether she crashed or she landed there on purpose. And then the two of them just her, lived her and Freddie just lived out on yeah. Nicomararo forever. Right. Uh, until they died. And maybe that's exactly what happened. They just wanted to get away from it all. And they did. Yeah, but ooh. Uh, I, mean, that's, there's, there's, I, I don't know. I don't know. if I mean, you can quote me on this. I'm okay. going to throw this out there, right? All There's right. a lot better places to get away with someone than that. <laughs> I can quote <laughs> you, you on that? You can quote me on that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm right. willing to put that out there. <laughs> but if you didn't want anybody to ever find you, they picked a pretty good spot. They did do that. Yes, they did. Nobody, if they didn't want anyone to find them, yes. And no one has uh, for 80 years. Uh, pretty impressive. Brian in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat, hey. how you and Keith and I guess Jeffy doing? Right, yeah, I mean. I'm asking, but I really don't care, you know. Of course. <laughs> the reason I'm calling is I just kind of wanted to give a little uh, nod to uh, to my wife and the fellow teachers in West Virginia uh, in the way that the strike was handled, or I guess they called is it. Is that over now? Topic. It's over. We mm. uh, came to a conclusion on Tuesday Good. I uh, got a five five percent raise for all state employees, which the governor signed that evening. No, oh, nice, nice. I thought it was still uh, going. And, and throughout the nine days, and I, I'm a retired trooper, so I've been able to, you know, I was talking with some of the Capitol Police and different guys while I was there, supporting them and trying to get, uh, you know, a raise for my buddies in green. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, this is the first time they had not had. Anyone had to arrest anyone, no property damage. It was kind of like the walk that Glenn did in Washington that I think for the most part they left it cleaner than when they got there. That's nice. Good. So they weren't breaking windows and looting uh, during this demonstration? I I don't understand it other than, you know, maybe a little different moral uh, compass here in West Virginia. Maybe. I've always said we're one of the best kept secrets in America. Uh, It's kind of, we're a lot like Texas. In the way the people think, mm-hmm. even the shape of the state's kind of a mirror image. But we, uh, I'm very proud of the way the state handled it and the teachers. And uh, I'd also told your screener, just a side note, mm-hmm. I got the iTarget Pro and love it. Oh, good. Nice. Good. Glad yeah. to hear it. All right. Uh, I, I hate with my Glock, it's a double action. Yeah. It's a little difficult because you got to rack it every time. Mm-hmm. But any single single to double action or a single action, you can do the continual fire. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. Awesome. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Can you even call it a demonstration if you haven't set at least one car on fire? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You got to at least overturn You're a vehicle. A strike. Then set it on fire. It's got to burn, right? Have you ever been in a strike or been part of uh, you know, a picket line or anything? I, no. 
Because when I was, no. I can remember being uh, when I was a kid with my mom uh, picketing uh, when she worked for uh, Michigan Bell for Bell Telephone. Really? And uh, when we were, would picket, and I don't remember any of that. I mean, the the you know they'd walk in front of the building with their signs and back and forth, and my mom, time to go picket. Did they chant? We got to go picket. Yeah, I I don't remember chants. I don't remember dances. They have it, any you know? catchy chant like this? Um, the that they were doing the other day at the uh, at the at the big council meeting. Back, my check. We my. choose. We choose to Wait. protest. To, to protest. Male supremacy. Male supremacy. How often did how often did your mom know I mean, about male supremacy? That sounds like my mom exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Betty does. A platform. A platform. A platform. In the summers. To Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Deal with your Worldwide. Our siblings. Comrades. Our communist comrades. Women are not. Women with victim mentalities. Rape culture is not a myth. Rape culture is not a myth. Well. Actually, it kind of is. It kind of Microaggressions is. Microaggressions are real. My, Microaggressions are real. Actually, oh gosh, no. what is that? N- no, they're not. They're not. Microaggressions are not a thing. The, get, the gender gay trap is real. The, the gender pay gap is real. The the what? Oh, the the gender pay gap is real. Again, no, no, it isn't. No, <laughs> it isn't. Even according to the Washington Post, pumpkin. You might want to read that from science. Trans people are real. Trans people are real. Wait, there's a surprise. Are you doubting that? I doubting that now. Well, yeah, I I was thinking trans people were like unicorns. I heard about them, but I didn't think. Yeah, no, they were mythical creatures. Yeah, that's really strange. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. And stuff. Is that? Oh, I thought they were talking about their bladder. I've got a full bladder. I need to go to the bathroom. Stole check. Stole check. Stole check. It, it's, uh, it's open. Go Mike ahead. Check. Mike check. Mike Again, you don't have a microphone. You don't, need to, you don't need to check the mythical mic. I love those mic checks. Oh, those are one of my favorite sick. times ever. They thought they were really onto something because it's did. continued this whole they, time. It has. Stupid. 888 Let me tell you about something great, though, that you're going to love. Remember when schools were built to teach you the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic, which, by the way, doesn't start with an R, um, but they were, they were there to teach your kids not to socially indoctrinate them. It was all this social justice crap. That's why Freedom Project Academy's classical approach is such a great fit. If you're fed up with the never-ending agenda being pushed by inside the classrooms all over this country... Freedom Project Academy is fully accredited. It's Judeo-Christian, and it's online for you, so you can use it from wherever you are. Kindergarten through high school. And this is an incredible interactive education where your students are going to attend a live class. So this isn't something recorded that they just watch. It's live. It's got live teachers, fellow classmates from across the country asking questions, and they don't accept a penny of government assistance. So they're not beholden to the government. They can teach your kids how to think, not what to think, which is what I love. That's what an education is supposed to be. 
classical education. This is how Thomas Jefferson learned. Go to freedomforschool.com and get your free information packet. You can either enroll your kids full-time or just part-time, even in a single class if you want. It's all up to you. Freedomforschool.com. Now, enrollment ends in July, but the classes fill up fast. So take advantage of this right now at freedomforschool.com. And don't forget to tell them Pat sent you. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Been talking about the new law in um, Florida. Okay, so Governor Scott has said he's going to go over this thing line by line before he signs it. So I thought it was a foregone conclusion, but maybe not. We'll, we'll see. I know that's maybe not. That's House a, and Senate both passed it though, and now he's just going over to decide whether he's going to uh, time, sign it into law. Big time pressure on him, man. Here's the he's, gun control legislation, though. They they just passed in the House and Senate in Florida. They're going to raise the age from 18 to 21. They're going to require a three-day waiting period for firearm purchases. They're going to ban the sale of the bump stocks. Uh, they plan to give law enforcement more authority to seize weapons, and ammunition from those deemed mentally unfit or otherwise a threat. Yeah, but who deems them? From those deemed, who's doing the deeming? Well, The police officer? I guess so. Yeah, I, I would assume so. The police officer? We, I, You know what? You're, you're, I'm deeming you mentally unstable. I'm taking your weapons. Based on the actions this latest murderer took, they could have taken his weapons from him. A long time ago. Already. Yeah. They just didn't. So none of these steps mean anything if you're not going to enforce it. And then they're going to provide additional funding for armed school resource officers and mental health services. What does that mean? And who decides if you're mentally stable yeah. enough to have a gun? Let me know who gets that. <clears throat> who if who are we deeming God for that? If you're taking Prozac, does that mean you get no weapon? Is it's, that what that means? It's possible, right? Yeah. Well, that, that's what I, I mean. What we joked about or at least said could happen is happening. It's, um, it's really hard. This uh, It's hard to determine. And then the other problem is uh, the chain banning. Because let's say you have a 20-year-old in your home who's on Prozac. Does that mean that the parents in that home can't own a firearm? Because he would have access to it then, right? Well, or will, you know, look... <clears throat> We want to make sure he doesn't have access to it, so we'll just right. come so, by. And so we're going to come by, home. and uh, you can't buy, you can't purchase weapons if there's someone in your home. Here's the that's the dangerous part. And I kind of, you know, I actually, I, I don't know how the three day waiting period. Okay, I mean that would it have helped in this case? No, no. But um, but you know, if it makes you feel better, okay, fine. But the, even the 21 year old, the age limit, uh, raising that, I, I kind of have a problem with that. I know, I do too. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, do too. I guess if if you're uh, if you're considered an adult yeah. at whatever age you're considered an adult, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's when you should be able to purchase a gun. I know. I look. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I know a lot of people, uh, you know, have this funky thing in their head. The you know, owning weapons is a right. 
<laughs> give it to them from God or something because that's what the way they act. I don't know. You act like you're born with this right or something. <laughs> such idiots. I mean, you should be able to protect yourself. Yes. Yeah, you should. And, if you and, want to, you should be able to protect yourself. Well, Dana made the case really well in that uh, form. She, she, when she was a college student, she was single in 19 or 20. So she can't own a gun to protect herself if on, she no. needs to? Come on. Come on, no. Come on. Plus, I keep going back to this sticky little phrase that the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Huh. Hmm. That seems like a, then a three-day waiting somebody, period somebody would should, infringe. Somebody should write that down. Uh, I wish they would have, or you know, made it clear a long time ago. Like, I don't know, the founding of the Why nation. Why weren't you around at the time? We could have had that already taken care of. I know. Uh, it's too bad. <laughs> it's too bad they didn't think of that in the first place. Right? I mean, so. that's, a, that's a nice, that's a pretty powerful phrase. Well, there's no wiggle room here. Right. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, what about military items? <laughs> military weapons are only made to kill. Yeah, all of them are. Okay. I mean, we've already all wiggled our are. way around that uh, a lot. Yeah, we right? have. I mean, yes. we've wiggled it, And I say we as in the country and the nation of laws and rights. But mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've muddied the waters around this a lot already. Well, we've already infringed. Yes. And that's what people will. T- well, we've already infringed. So let's just keep it infringing. And the, no, know, I don't a, subscribe to that. It's theory. amazing to me that they believe that that it won't happen. Oh, that's just cr- talking crazy talk. But at, the, at that silly Please. town forum, yeah, oh. uh, the father yeah. admitted it. It's a start. Yes. Yes. And these kids are pretty open about the fact that the Second Amendment means nothing to them. Oh, they don't even know it. They don't even know it. They don't understand I mean, Bill Maher should have just canceled, should have just stopped the interview right then. Seriously, said, get up and leave. The two of you, it's been fun. Yeah, Beat thank it. you. Beat it, you I bother mean, me. Even, even I, uh, being an American, <laughs> know that. Okay? I mean, I, no, go when you uh, when you know the Bill of Rights and, and know the Constitution, you come back and talk to yeah, me. Yeah, then Thank we'll you. talk. We're done. Exactly right. Uh, Travis, in North Dakota, you're on the blaze. Yes. Hi. Good afternoon, Pat. Hey. Jeffy. Travis. Hey, I have a suggestion. Right now, I'm driving a truck across North Dakota. In my pocket, I have a card that says, I can drive this truck. I can I can haul anything but people. I right. can haul gas. I can haul a tank. I can haul three trailers behind me. I have different levels of training and different levels of proficiency. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't we have a card that it won't restrict what I can? You know, and, and I, I'm I'm I've had to use my weapon in my life once to defend myself. I never had to put anybody down, but I did brandish my weapon, and everything got shut down. I don't want anybody's right to be infringed at all. Let me get that out of the way right away. And I'm not one of the guys that I like the Second Amendment, but Thank you. but here's what I think is I think they're coming after them. They're going to come after them hard. And like Glenn was saying yesterday or today, I don't remember, one more of these and they're really going to make a hard run at it. Oh, yeah. Could we put out not a registration, but like a driver's license card that says, all right, you've passed the proficiency to be able to carry this weapon and conceal it. You can... You know, put the weapons on different levels of, you know, of importance all the way up to a, a bazooka. Yeah, this card says you can have a bazooka or you can have an RPG, you know. You can afford you can have one, a you can have one. You had this tank, you've had the training, You're and then you can add on to the card mental proficiency. Yeah. Which, like you guys were just stating, who decides that? I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas here. As a truck driver, I have a lot of time to think. <laughs> so, 
I mean, I mean, and I know it's still infringing, but it would is. a card like that have stopped this wackadoo down in Florida from getting any weapons? You know, you can also uh, have on you can you can have the law state if if the the weapon that you purchased with your card, you know, mm-hmm. if that gets used in some you know nefarious manner, well, you can't purchase them anymore. Even though you might not have done it, if your kid did it, well, now you can't buy any more either. I don't know. I mean, I think, like Glenn said, they are going to come after the Second Amendment. They're going to come after it hard yeah, they if are. one more of these things happen. Yeah, and they're, they're the already reason... doing it now. They sure um, are. So right. one more would make it a heck of a lot worse. But I, I'll tell you the arguments against that. First of all, what you're talking about would probably uh, be compiled into a, a database. It would, it, it would have to be. It would be. It, and then the, the government has a, regist, uh, a registered list. Of everybody with a firearm, and we try, we're trying to avoid that. We and, don't want that. And you're talking about uh, now. You're talking about states' rights and reciprocity. Uh, yeah. Traveling where you travel, you've got. I mean, you've got to realize going in and out of states, which states you can carry in and which you can't. But I understand what you're saying, Travis. It, it seems appreciate the call, by the way. It seems to some like it's a a good idea. But the difference between the driver's license that you're carrying and talking about the license to operate your truck, that's not in the Constitution. Gun rights are. The Second Amendment is. And again, you come back to the phrase, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's just it's pretty clear. It is. And so when you start national databases and you, you've got a list, of, a handy list for the government to go to everybody who has a gun and take it from them, it's just, it's not good. That's why I lost all good. my guns. I just rep- I just so was weird. thinking about Keith it yesterday. Had the same thing happen to him, and I I gave mine I to the military. You did, yeah. I'll see that. Yeah. If I hadn't lost mine, I just gave them to him. I like I understand you guys are under. This was under Obama because he had cut back on the defense spending, and so I said, I know you can't afford it. Let me give you these. So <laughs> that was smart. Yeah, you might as I mean, don't nice even. Too. You might as well not come to my house because you're wasting There's your no time. Need. Yeah, I mean, dust bowl bin for weapons. No weapons gun. there. Nothing. Assault Zero. or otherwise. So. Zero. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pack Ray unleashed. Yeah, that's you know I. Our last caller, he's just trying to make it work. I know. You know, he's a Second Amendment supporter. I I felt that. I believe that. But we're all everybody's thinking. Okay, well, yeah, we need to. Right, want to make it safer. I, I want to hear what you're saying. It, it's so it's really hard. It's really hard because. Uh, we want to we want to appear like we're well, and we are. I think reasonable about this. Uh, we want to we want to placate their fears that that we don't 
worry about this at all because obviously we do we all we all have children none of us want this to happen to other people's children even but there's that whole second amendment irritation (laughs) that clearly states you can't infringe on our rights there's also a massive misunderstanding about what the second amendment is all about when you hear people saying like you don't need this or that thing well first of all it's not up to you to decide what i need thank you and it's and you you need to go back to the founding of the country to figure out why did they put the second amendment in there was it for hunting no it no. was not for hunting no. was it for home protection no i mean in part maybe what it's mainly about is protecting us from governments either ours or somebody else's when an invasion force from china or russia or Canada comes in, we can protect ourselves. You never know what those mounted police, those Canadian Mounties are going to do. They might come galloping across the border at any moment. You want to be unarmed when that happens? I don't. (laughs) Certainly our friends in Montana don't want to be unarmed when that happens. That's right. And we have some friends uh, now uh, in Minnesota uh, with uh, dog tag furniture and are also uh, Minnestalgia Rice people live there. They're they're actually, we were joking with them off the air, Uh, they're actually the front line where they live. In the the war with Canada? To the Canada border. Yes. Yes. When that war with Canada breaks out, they're on the front line. He was saying he was wondering if he could get some more ammunition from the government because they're the front line to the border. It's a frightening thing. We don't even like to talk about the war that's pending with Canada because it's so scary. It's dangerous. It's scary dangerous. to think about. So. <laughs> what if they were to thrust curling on us as our national sport? I mean, the ramifications are, are I too hate chilling. Curling. Curling too is chilling. A- I don't hate curling. It's just stupid. It's a stupid sport. Okay. You push the rock down the, down the yeah, ice. Somebody try, sweeps in front of it. Try to get it in the bullseye. They used to sweep with brooms. Now it looks like they have a Swiffer. Yeah, well, they want, you've got to be able to direct them. Those, I was watching how it's made and how they make the uh, the rocks. Yeah. And uh, how delicate they are. And and, and uh, I Wait, mean, the stone is delicate? Well, I mean, you know how, it's a gigantic how, shiny, stone. Yeah, but how shiny and how precise it is to make them. And uh, okay. so, I mean, you, know, you need something more than a broom. you got to have that professional swifter to direct it where it needs to go mm-hmm. yeah it's don't a laugh wow wow and i love the one shoe wait you the know, one shoe you know they have the, the one real sticky shoe oh do they a lot of times and i didn't i didn't watch a lot i i apologize i didn't watch a lot of curling this year yeah and that's my my bad it is I'm especially sorry. since we won, this is I know. the year we won the gold medal. i know of course it is but the so. last years that i've watched the a lot of the teams uh the players that are the Swifters, Swiffers, mm-hmm. have uh, that's what I said. Swifters have a, like a one, like a little. Remember, as a little kid uh, growing up in uh, the Mean Street, did you ever have uh, uh, shoe rubbers? Yes, you know the slipper. That's kind of what you wear. Kind of yeah. what they were, so they could stick along the ice and swift along. Oh, okay, that's great. <laughs> so tell me, it's not interesting now. Go ahead, tell it's, me. It's not tell interesting. Me. You can't. It's not, it's that's not what I thought. That's what I thought. It's not. Yeah. And there is our uh, our daily feature of chewing the fat with Jeff. <laughs> it's all the fat we can chew with him today. Can't do it anymore. That's so. just stupid. <laughs> but I I understand. We're all trying to be reasonable about this yes. and try to do the common sense. And, and we all want schools to be safer. But you know what? As the father 
said at the meeting with Trump about this, and he has said it several times since on on uh, a few news programs, and hardly anybody's having this guy on. Why? Because he's not talking about gun control, and they don't want to hear it. That's What they want to hear is gun control from the victims and their families. And he wasn't preaching that. He's preaching school safety. Let's just make the school safer. How about that? Figure that out. And then if you want to bring up your gun control issues, do that some other time on your dime. And and that's what the kid was saying uh, uh, yesterday in the clip I played that was on this weekend that uh, goes to school with with hogwash, uh, going up against hog, calling him out for not meeting with the president and saying, let's make it safe first. Yes. Yeah. Let's not be idiots about it. And how could they oppose that? Because that's what they say they're worried about is yeah. school safety. All right. Let's make the school safer. Nothing to do with guns. Make the school safer. Have every single door locked when the school day starts and you only have one entrance and people have to go through a uh, a metal detector when they go through that entrance and you've got security stationed there armed security so if somebody's buzzed in and and they go through the metal detector and they've got a gun on them you've got somebody who can put them down before anything starts i don't there's a lot of measures you could take a lot and and we're not we're not focused on that at all because this isn't about really fixing the problem. It's about their agenda of gun control. They they just desperately these Democrats just desperately want to disarm this populace. They've got two things that they are so unbelievably committed to. One is this gun control thing. The other thing is abortion. Man, do they love aborting babies? Sure do. You even I do not understand think about trying to take that from them, and they go apoplectic. I do not understand. I don't either. I mean, I, I, I don't I get the zeal. Kinda, I, I'll, I'll even you know say I kind of uh, can see the gun thing because it's you know they think that the world is going to be safer if everyone is disarmed. Mm-hmm. Not true, but mm-hmm. that's what they that, that's what they think. But the abortion thing, I do not understand that at all. Yeah. How do you? How how are you for that? And how are to, you for murder? We need the play their game i think in that in that particular case of outrageous statements like why, why do you enjoy killing babies so much why yeah. why i mean apparently you're telling me i enjoy the murder of babies or i don't care about it why don't you care about the murder of children why i mean when you turn this around and you make it like kamala harris the the statement she made about how we've got to stop the slaughter of our babies yeah how is that about gun control instead of abortion because the slaughter of our babies is uh that's pretty relevant when you're talking yes, about 60 million of them since 1973. Uh wow. And they treat your girl, planned parenthood girl like royalty, man. Don't they though? It, I I I am amazed. Amazed. It's, it's crazy. Let me remind you of the statement from Kamala Harris. Does that sound a bit harsh? Mm-hmm. Um, as a prosecutor for years, in appreciating homicide and being able to talk with a judge about it and a jury about it, I had to look at autopsy photographs. Let's look at abortion photographs. You love that, right? Oh, wait, no, you don't. Hmm. When you see the effect of this extreme violence yeah. on a human body, mm-hmm. and especially the body of a child, maybe it will shock some people into understanding this cannot be a political issue. 
can't be a political. We have to be issue. practical. practical. I support the Second Amendment. Oh, I support the Second Amendment. Do you? But. But we have to have. We have, to, we have to have smart gun safety smart laws. Smart gun safety laws. Yeah. And we cannot ones. tolerate a society and tolerate and, and society. live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. How I love that statement, because she's absolutely right when you apply it to abortion. I mean, that's yeah. incredible. What a, what hypocrisy to just say that with no self-awareness at all about her 100% rating from NARAL. <laughs> wow. Also, uh, Jeff Flake has just added Obamacare to his DACA bill. It's trying to give all DACA-eligible illegal aliens Obamacare. What? He's going to enshrine the DACA program in law. And it would also make the illegal immigrant dreamers eligible for Obamacare, including perhaps hundreds of millions of dollars in taxpayer subsidies to pay for these health care plans. That's wonderful. How, why doesn't this guy just go to the Democrat Party? Because he is a Democrat now. I mean, he's welcome. We got him in. You know, and, and he's leaving, right? He's not running for re-election. Please get out now just before go. you do any more damage. Get out he tried to power That's his surprising. bill. surprising. I wonder why he's now. Because we liked him at the beginning. What yeah. was it, 2010, I think, when he was elected? He was really good. Yes, he was. But yes, he, he was. He became re- liberalized, progressivized during his time in office, as it so often happens. He tried to power the bill through the Senate on Tuesday, but it was blocked by another senator. His bill would offer those who qualify for the original doctor, uh, DACA program a new three-year legal status, which includes permission to work in the country legally in exchange for $7 billion or about three years worth of funding for the border wall. So he's trying to entice President Trump with the funding of the border wall. Congressional Budget Office said that legislation means they would have access to Obamacare, including the ability to buy plans on the exchanges with taxpayer subsidies that usually come with it. (laughs) As written, the 2010 Affordable Care Act excluded illegals from eligibility, but Flake's three-year status, which he dubbed provisional protected presence, uh, say those approved are deemed to be lawfully present during their time in the program. And the CBO said this could run into the hundreds of millions of dollars per year. And then he was asked for comment on the Obamacare thing, and he he had no comment. Yeah. As with everybody else like this, they only go into the friendly territory and and they won't talk to anybody who challenges them in any way, just like the climate change people. And speaking of the climate change people, a federal judge in San Francisco has ordered parties in this landmark global warming lawsuit, the big lawsuit going on right now. They're going to hold what might be the first ever U.S. court hearing on the science of climate change. Oh, boy. This could be scary, but I don't know that I like. I was going to say, I don't know that I like that. He invited lawyers from Exxon, BP, Chevron, and other oil companies to present their case against uh, the case of the San Francisco and Oakland lawyers that have accused the fossil fuel interests of covering up their role in contributing to global warming. Now, I'd be kind of excited about that, except for the fact that ExxonMobil, BP, Chevron, and others have virtually caved 
on the global warming front. They have because they don't want to put up with the fight. Yes. And the problem with that is is yes. that now it looks like they're complicit in agreeing that there's actually climate change and global it does. warming and But we, now that they're being blamed, maybe they'll maybe they'll do something about it and I actually hope so. stick up for themselves and for the science. How, what a hoax this I hope is. So. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. Uh, look, if you're not properly maintaining your filters, you're breathing cruddy air in your home. Uh, and you're just subjecting yourself to all kinds of allergy aggravating substances. And it's also really bad for your system. And that could wind up breaking it. But there's a, a great way to fix that. It's filterby.com, America's leading provider of HVAC filters. They carry over 600 different sizes including a custom option if you got some unusual type of size. And then they're all shipped free right to your door within 24 hours. So it's fast, it's easy, so convenient. And everything's manufactured right here in America. It's a great American company. They offer all kinds of MERV options all the way up to hospital grade. So you know that they're going to be able to remove all the dust and mold and all the pollution in your house. It's stuck right there in that filter so you're not breathing it. And you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery with them, too. Save money, save time, and breathe better. Filterby.com. Filterby.com. That's filterby.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You can reach us on. Uh, you can tweet to us as well. Pat unleashed. Just who muck adventure says. If hate speech is actual violence to these snowflakes, people are using assault words. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Thank you, uh, Mike Hermanet. I think the words shall not be infringed don't mean what you what you think they mean. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Uh, G.D. Chappell, I wish the young kids who are pro-liberty and Second Amendment were as passionate about keeping their right as the kids who are trying to take that right away. Uh, that'd be nice. It, it would be nice. That'd be nice. Really I mean, would. it would be nice that uh, perhaps uh, all the banned gun teenagers um, remember that, uh, you know, 11 kids die a day from texting and driving. Maybe we ban your cell phone and maybe your car, too. Yeah. How about that? 11 a day, that? that seems to be more than even were killed in Parkland. Hmm. 11 a day. That's what, that's, Jeez. That's amazing. I, I, I don't know that that stat is actually a, uh, a true fact, but it's pretty oh, close to Oh, I bet it is. That. I'll bet it is. Pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. we should look that up. I, I'm going to, because that's actually a, a, a meme that someone had sent me, and I thought, that's, I mean, that's exactly what we should do, is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, no matter, even if it's two a day, Still too many uh, dying from texting and driving. And we're not, you can't take our cell phone away. I would venture to believe. You know that, that would happen. That, uh, that Hogwash and his partner, uh, who is that, Caskey, Cameron Caskey, uh-huh. and Emma Gonzalez, if you were to ask them before this happened, what's a right? Having a gun or a cell phone? The answer would have been cell phone. Mm. That We have a right to that. You don't have a right to Probably. 
Yeah, probably. I, 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 they clearly, I would take that back. They don't have knowledge of the, of the Constitution, no that's for sure. No way. Uh, here's the father of a Parkland shooting visit uh, victim addressing lawmakers about the NRA ad with Dana Lash. Here's what he had to say. I do want to bring to your attention something, and I'm not sure how many of you are aware of the video that the NRA put out two days ago. Okay, but they put a target on all of your backs. Okay? No, no, they the didn't. The NRA, a lobby that finances campaigns, that, that, that forces legislation, put out a video basically saying your time is running out. And here is Dana Lausch in the video Lash. talking to so legislators who don't support her, <coughs> members of the media who she called out by a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, members of, of the um, acting community and sports figures telling everybody if they don't get behind the NRA, their time is running out. She had an hour glass. Yeah, dude, come at on the end of her talk, she better. turned it over and she said, Your time's up. Yeah, a few days in before office. this video, she come had on. another video called A Call to Arms. I ask you a question. If this was put out by a, a terrorist organization, okay. you would be raising the terror oh, threat level oh. in this country. If. Why are we letting this lobby have anything to do in D.C.? I don't understand it. Well, let me help you then. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Please, they, I wish they would have helped them. Let me help you. They have free speech. Okay. And what they're what you're yelling and screaming about is not what they're they're saying. Your time's up in office. That's no kind of physical threat whatsoever. And you know it. Stop well this nonsense. I, I hate this madness. Good gosh, I can't take it. I wish uh, I wish one of the lawmakers that he was speaking to would have, uh, you know, pulled out the, the tape player, the, the digital recorder on the phone and just said, you know, I'd like to play something for you, sir. And push play and play Quanell uh, from Houston uh, mm-hmm. that you talked to uh, a few years ago uh, on your radio show in Houston. And uh, he reminded us that uh, a cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. Thank you. Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> Not sure if that really would answer it for him, but uh, <laughs> we're done here. We're done here. We're done here. Nobody knows why, because nobody knows what that means. But we're done here. Exactly. Okay. All right. What do you mean a cat could give birth to kittens? That doesn't make them biscuits. Right. They're still kittens. Exactly. They're in the oven. Right. They're not biscuits. That is true. Okay. All of that is all of that is true. I don't. I mean, it's I'm not sure what difficult. it has to do with anything, but yes, it is true. <laughs> And I know these people are impassioned about it. I, I know he lost a son or daughter. I don't. I don't know which. Uh, it's hurting. But, but they're and they're hurting. And I want to you know, have sympathy for them. You can't. You can't set fire to the U.S. Constitution because you're going through this. You can't. We can't allow it. Uh, just because people have died doesn't mean that we change our founding principles. It can't be that way. And for you to make it appear as though the NRA is actually threatening people's lives, please tell me you know better than that. He has to. <laughs> I mean, I know you're trying to ratchet up the rhetoric here and, and get action, have something be done because we've got to do something. Yes, we do. But demonizing and making murderers out of the NRA and calling them a terrorist organization, that's not helping. That's doing nothing but firing up people and uh, creating even more division in this country. 
And that's not what we need to be doing right now. It's really dangerous. It's freaking dangerous. Really? And uh, again, all of these people, the, the kids and the fer- parents are speaking with incredible passion. Uh, but that doesn't make what they're saying true. It doesn't mean <laughs> we have to listen to it. So if I yell and scream and holler. It doesn't make it any truer than if you said it with a whisper. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. No matter how strongly you feel it, it still doesn't make it true. doesn't turn the NR. And look, I've said this before. What about if I say it like over and over and over again? No, it still doesn't, still doesn't make it true. Huh. Yeah. doesn't. No matter how many times you repeat a lie, man, it's still, still a lie. doesn't become true uh, on like the fifth time you've said it. Really? Yeah. Because so, I thought it worked the opposite way. Yeah, strange situation. But you know what? I'm not even that big of... An NRA fan, based on some of the things they did during the last election, they supported some candidates that I was really confused by. I didn't understand. And it's because one candidate was was on that one issue that they focus on stronger on the Second Amendment than the other. And that's what they do. That's their job. That's, I mean, they're out there protecting the Second Amendment. And aside from owning the rest of Washington, D.C., you mean. <laughs> Yeah, you mean Dana Loesch, Dana Loesch, the CEO of the NRA who owns all politicians? That pisses me off so much. And they don't spend I mean, the kind of money that owns a no, politician. No, they do not. Even no, if they were trying to they, do that? Not on. even close. And they It's not close. And you cannot tell me that by now these families have not been shown that. Oh, I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe that they're going into it. I don't know if they're hearing anything other that that contradicts their their worldview right now. I think people are afraid to say anything to them. Uh, I'm not. And I'll say it. It's not true, sir. It's just not true. The NRA is not a terrorist organization. The NRA is not threatening anyone's lives. They're threatening their political future. That's what they're doing. Right. Hello. And that's what I said. That's why right, right. then, right then the lawmakers yeah, should, have said, should have said it. I'm going to break out my phone now, sir. And I'm going to play a, a comment from Quanell. Houston, a Texas. cat can give birth to kittens in the oven. That don't make them biscuits. We're done here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's uh, International Women's Day today. It is. Right? McDonald's is changing their M, flipping it over to a W. How cool is that? <laughs> oh, come on. Really cool. Come on. Re- I mean, really neat. You look at the, the, the one McDonald's in California, in Linwood, actually did it. They actually physically put the they actually M did it. into a and W. We have the picture of it. I mean, they oh, actually yeah. went out. And, and I would say that. Um, wow. I mean, they did it on the ones uh, around the building and the main sign out front uh, where they turned the M upside down, baby. That's something else. That it to... sure is. And you'd think Jeez. that. The, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't turn those signs upside down uh for nothing 
Mm-hmm. Uh, companies, I don't know if you know this, charge a pretty penny huh. to put those signs up. It's interesting. There's and not there's not like a so, crane company that will do that for free. Maybe there is. Maybe there is a female <laughs> crane company in California that did it for free. I don't know. I sort of doubt it, but uh, yeah, interesting that they actually physically did it because they can do it on their website. Obviously, yeah, they did Easily all the sites, and, and they've the McDonald's sent out T-shirts, uh, work shirts, and stuff with the with the, know, w. With the w, and it's you know That's National adorable. Women's Day, and what a great you know, it's, sign of support. I know, That's so wonderful. I find it hard to be angry about it because there's just so much to be angry about anymore. Right, I don't care. Go ahead do it your private and, uh, business do what you want I just put know, it on its side and make it a giant the, e. the McDonald- i don't care mcdonald <laughs> stands for eating <laughs> national eating day uh put it on the other side make it a three whatever <laughs> I, I don't care <laughs> you just beat three me down billion with this of, i know i, I know it's, it's like i don't care now could the you can make the argument that you know hey the company should, you know, isn't it National Women's Day every day? Isn't it? Should they do this? Should this particular McDonald's have spent the money on giving their employees bonuses instead of spending the money on turn the signs upside down? I mean, you can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I just want my burger. Okay, mm-hmm. it's National Women's Day. Hey, congratulations! I do too, and I don't want it from McDonald's. Get my burger. So okay. Thank you. Get my burger somewhere else. No, but I mean, if you go uh, to McDonald's, I mean, but, we go to look, uh, McDonald's is. You go to McDonald's in the the United States, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. You know what you're getting. That's why you go there. Mm -hmm. Or or don't. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's that's the choices that we make, right? I mean, we're able to do that. But for the most part, families all across America know that no matter what little town they're in, no matter mm-hmm. what little bungalow they're staying in, and some you can always get an icky meal at McDonald's. Gonna... Yes, they all know that. I, I wouldn't put icky, <laughs> icky in there. I mean, that's fine. No, it is. I mean, as my old program director said, we used to say, "Dude, it just is what it is." Yeah, and that's what <laughs> McDonald's just is what it is. Okay. Now I'm, I'm guessing if you had a choice between mm-hmm. McDonald's and another, you know, there might be some other place that you'd go to. Mm-hmm. There might be a lot of different places that I'd go to. Really? Before McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where they get square fish anyway. <laughs> I hate people like you. <laughs> now I'm just teasing. But I'm just saying, you know what? Anyway, the point is is that you know what Dang. you're getting, right? Yeah, you do. So you go, yes, you go you to do. McDonald's. That's why you go there. Mm-hmm. You don't go there because, you know, today I think I'll try the Cobb salad. Right. You just don't. That's true. Although I think they have Cobb salad. I think they do, too. And so does Wendy's. And one of the things that's one of the things that they're trying to fight against is because they were struggling so so hard trying to do all that stuff, which is Uh why they brought the breakfast on. Yeah, that saved their company. Yeah. So triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we've been talking about this gun legislation. Gun control uh, got passed by both houses of the legislature in Florida. Pretty conservative state. Yeah, Florida. But obviously, it's also where the school murder happened. And so they did pass the gun control measure, which raises the age to 21, requires a three-day waiting period, bans the sale of bump stocks, and it gives law enforcement more authority to seize weapons and ammunition from people who have been deemed mentally unfit or otherwise a threat. Uh, So, and then... And then you've got the passionate father. There's a couple of dads speaking out. One of them 
was just yelling and screaming about the NRA being a terrorist organization. Right. Madness. With Dana Loesch. <laughs> the CEO at, uh, at the NRA. She owns all of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> the talking points of the 17-year-olds. So bad. Dana Loesch. Dana Loesch. The CEO. I don't know why that, I do not know. I mean, yes, I admit I know Dana and I know her husband, Chris. But if you're going to bitch know, about her, at least get kids, her name right. It just pisses me off so much that they can't say her name right. They can't say her name right. They don't know her position there. They don't know anything about it. <laughs> They don't know what the NRA does. They're, and they're also, and then they started, they tried, there was a big article trying to attack Chris, the husband, not long ago, about a week, week and a half ago. Why? And they, well, they, I think they thought it was attacking him. They tried to make it out like he was this, uh, he was this uh, independent working guy that uh, now just works for his wife and he's a family man and he believes in God. And the whole article, those things sound the, bad. At the end of the article, I'm like, um, so You're not making him sound like a bad guy at no, all. No, that sounds fine. Yeah, to me. I mean, I, maybe we ought to rewrite that. Jeez, oh, that's amazing. It's bad. Robert in Pennsylvania, welcome to the place. Yeah, hi, Pat. Hi, um, I, hi. I, I, I'm I'm 71 years old. I'm an ex-retired uh, veteran of the Vietnam era, and I saw this thing in Florida today that you guys have been reporting on and without getting into all of the discussions on limiting and infringing more on rights of people to bear arms, I find one thing so reprehensible and so insane and so illogical and that's to put a 21 year age limit on the purchase of a firearm Mm -hmm. while it exists that a man or a woman can be defending the United States of America and my rights so I can sleep at night and be secure and put their life on the line and carry a weapon and have their head blown off, but Mm -hmm. then come back home and go out and want to buy a a firearm to protect their life and their family's life. And I then tell them, oh, I'm sorry, you're not old enough yet. But if you want to go back overseas, and put your life on the line again so I can go back to bed and be safe and sound again, that's fine with me. How could you sell that to anybody? I honestly don't know. Seriously, that you just put your finger on one of the maybe the biggest problem with raising yes. the age. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Robert. Um, if you want to raise the age of military service to 21, then that might change it a little bit. Uh, but I... It's inconceivable that you can ask them to go fight in the military, but they can't own a weapon. Sure is. Well, you're going to give them a weapon in the military. If, if they're not okay to use it, then they can't use it. They can't be a member. Uh, I don't know. None of it makes sense. <laughs> None of it sure. makes any sense. 888-900-3393. And then you've got uh, Joe Scarborough telling Ted Cruz. i got to play this again. This is, this is unbelievable. Joe from a morning cup of postum with his main squeeze, Mika, had this to say to Ted Cruz today. You know better than anyone what the Second Amendment says. Keep that in mind. Keep that statement in mind during the rest of this rant. He just told Ted Cruz, you know better than anyone the Second Amendment. 
Okay, well, then our discussion's over. Shut your mouth. We're done. Yeah. Well, I don't know does, better than anyone, but I know what the second well, but, but, says. Wait, well, you were involved with Heller, weren't you? I, I, I you were involved represented Heller. 31 states exactly. in, in Heller. And so you know that at least where it stands right now, Scalia said mm-hmm. that the Second Amendment means that people have a right to keep and bear arms in their homes. They have a right uh, to, to have handguns in their home. They have a right to have shotguns in he their home. He didn't just say in their home, by the way. The, the, the home is not a but, qualifier. But if you go from... 2008 and the decision in 2010 all the way through now obviously the supreme court has denied cert time and time again for limitations on assault style weapons for limitations on carry for limitations on just about everything but what you and others successfully argued in heller so having an remember AR- heller was about a semi-automatic handgun which the supreme court right. said the second amendment protected and the district of but, columbia couldn't ban but you know though that Every American doesn't have a constitutional Second Amendment right. To- I wish Ted would have oh. said at this point, stop telling me what I know. You, you don't know what I know. Thank you. Okay? I don't know that the Second Amendment bans assault weapons. Stop it. Carry an AR-15. Uh, yes, yes or no? I, no. I, I, I'm not going to de- debate that. The courts will assess it. No, no, but the courts have. And that's disappointing, too. Why, why not debate that? Yeah, why yeah. not set them straight Bring on it that? up. No, AR-15s are definitely covered by the Second Amendment. Absolutely 100%. To me, they're covered by the Second Amendment. But that's exactly the point of, of, of Ted trying to, you know, he's trying to walk the line he as is. best he can. Yep. So that he doesn't get that everybody all pissed off. Everybody's trying to placate right now. No, no they haven't. That's not what a denial of cert means. The court often, on an area of constitutional litigation, will let the federal courts of appeals, they call it percolating, which is to let them Senator, debate it back and forth. Percolate. And a denial of cert it's has been, no presidential Senator, impact. there are a Good lot gosh, of people, uh, <laughs> lawyers right now, that are rolling their eyes at what are, you're saying. Are, because are this percolation has been going on for mm. 10 years. Uh, that's and, not unusual. And, 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 and remember, and, my career was litigating before the Supreme Court. So so actually, uh, this is not an uncommon thing. I, I recognize that's not what you do, but, but the court... Little shot back across his bow. You wait. I don't need you to lecture yeah, you me do. Yeah, you on do. what the Supreme Court does and what I it disagree. doesn't. Disagree. You do this, need if him the to Supreme you. Court denies sir time and time again, mm-hmm. and they have since 2010, uh, and and they've allowed Connecticut's laws to stand in place that actually uh, ban uh, uh, assault-style weapons. So right now, the court is sitting back. And they are allowing that to mm-hmm. remain in place. And I, I, I just, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> this is the guy who claims to be a big Second Amendment supporter. Now, he wouldn't have, he didn't believe any of these things when he was in office. And that's why he'll often tout his uh, rating with the NRA, which was good at the time. Well, it's certainly not now. I mean, you've changed so much <laughs> since joining the progressive network MSNBC that you're not anywhere near conservative on any of these issues anymore so stop trying to play the game joe and stop lecturing a person like ted cruz who has argued nine gigantic cases before the u.s supreme court how many have you argued oh that's right none oh, zero that's right none Ugh. You, you can't even win an argument with your main squeeze that sits next to you every day. So don't don't tell me about the Second Amendment. And certainly don't tell Ted Cruz what he knows about the Second Amendment. Yes. Because you're, you're wrong on all of it. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed uh, coming up. Let me tell you about something great 
that I have discovered took me a while because I'm behind the curve a lot of times, especially when it comes to nutrition. That might surprise you. I'm not a huge uh, vegetable eating guy. Um, Not a guy who loves broccoli and Brussels sprouts and green beans and spinach. I hate all that stuff. Really? Yeah, I hate it. hate it. So I was finally convinced to give Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition a, a try. You just take a scoop of it and you put it into eight ounces of water or your smoothie or whatever you make in the morning. It's actually tastes good. It's delicious. And it gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. The only way I get them. So it's awesome. I love it. I feel better. I feel like I have more energy every day. It's prebiotic, probiotic, it boosts your immunity, and it has antioxidant power. Plus, it's not just extracted from food. It is real food. So if you're like me and you don't get a lot of vegetables in your diet, do it this way. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. Get your shaker, free shaker bottle if you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Uh, <laughs> I have yet to see this. I, I, I see it on our uh, prep sheet today, but I have not seen the actual statement from Governor Cuomo saying during a phone interview with Spectrum News 1 in New York. Well, I'll let him explain it. Here's, yeah. here's what he had to say. I'm just curious. Was he kidding? Is this something he actually believes? Here it is. My whole tenure has been about getting progressive things done. I believe when mm. you go to the pearly gates and our Lord says, have you been a good progressive? Oh, my God. Uh, he said a list of what you got done. And uh, I oh, have man. accomplished more progressive results in this ah. state than have been accomplished by any administration. Uh, and I believe that is factually, objecti- objectively irrefutable. <laughs> he's serious. He's as a heart attack. He's serious. God's going to ask you if you bet a good progressive. Hey, have you forced people to do certain things? Uh, uh, no, I haven't, Lord, because I I thought that plan was Satan's. So I, I believed in free will and you know letting people make their own choices uh, how dare you how dare you <laughs> he believes you're, you're, not, you're not you're not planning on getting by these gates are you pat hey how many babies did you make sure were murdered yeah he's gonna want to hear that number <laughs> he's gonna want to make sure you heard that number <laughs> great uh how many taxes did you impose on people and take away their hard-earned money and and steal their living from them that's great that's great Hey, how how hard did you try to pervert my divinely inspired United States Constitution? Because I'd like to hear those progressive ideas from you. How hard have you fought for communism? Because really, 
That's exactly what progressives are, is communists who are patient. They're communists without the revolution. They're communists who are willing to incrementally progress toward communism. So if they... That's what they are, that's what they do. If they incrementally progress, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then that's progressing. Progressing toward that communist goal. Yes, yes. That's what it would be progressive. Oh, that is incredible. (laughs) There's no way he's joking. He doesn't think too much of himself, does he? No way he's. Oh, my God. a heart attack there. That's absolutely is there. There's no question he's serious. And there's no question that he believes uh, that he is probably the guy he's going to be talking to at the pearly gates to let him in. Oh, I I think he's in for a big surprise. (laughs) 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 Because. Progressive ideals, big government, forcing people to do things, those are the anti-Pearly Gates answers. The other side is going to want to hear all those answers. Uh, are you telling me that the that, that book, um, mm-hmm. that silly book that everybody reads called... The, the Bible? The, yeah, the Bible. Yeah, yeah the, Bible. the Michael Bible. The, yes, that book. Uh-huh. That's not a book on socialism? And- <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what? No. No, Get out. They certainly try to make it that way. <laughs> yes, they do. You'd be hard pressed to find one instance where Jesus said, "Hey, uh, turn all your um, income into the government so that they can distribute it <laughs> to other people." Because they know better. They know better than they you. They know do. better than you. I, I mean, I might say for you to give it to the poor, but no, because no. the government's so much better at doing that. Give all your extra income to them, and then they'll redistribute it to other people. You need to just go back and herd, <laughs> herd your sheep now. Okay, don't do what you're thinking about. <laughs> That's asinine. <laughs> what a buffoon. That's embarrassing. It's so bad. Oh, my gosh. Um, whew. That is embarrassing. Running in uh, Utah right now for a no U.S. Senate seat is Mitt Romney. And his uh, opponent in the upcoming primary in Utah, I think theirs is in June, Taking some shots at Mitt. Really? Uh, yeah, check out his latest wow. ad. Yeah. The D.C. establishment loves Mitt Romney, but Utah voters have a better choice. Larry Myers. Flip-flopper Mitt has been all over the map <laughs> on issues like the Second Amendment, on issues like life. And the last time Mitt Romney was elected, he stuck the country with the blueprint for Obamacare. <laughs> Utah voters have a choice. Mitt Romney's Ooh. liberal Massachusetts values or Oof. qualified conservative Larry, Larry Myers. Myers. I'm Republican Larry Myers, and I approve this message because <laughs> America needs another real conservative in the U.S. Senate. Wow. Now he's right. I mean, that's kind of right. He has changed on virtually every okay. position. He's kind of right, and perhaps, perhaps uh, the real conservative Larry uh, knows best. But I don't know about luck. that. I, I mean, I don't good know luck. anything. About I don't. Larry I don't Myers, either. I don't either. But uh, Romney is not super conservative. We've said that all along. Of course, he is. However, the the well known candidate, and that's, he's the the anointed from on high yeah. candidate. I mean, yeah. there's, you're not going to beat him, right? I mean, he I just, just got endorsed guy. by Trump, which is surprising since Romney's opposed Trump the whole way uh, until now. Except oh, that was during the campaign. Yeah, things have changed that, so much. Nobody means anything by that. Yeah, that, was just, that was just pulling around. It's all changed. It's all changed. So, I mean... <laughs> Heating up a little bit in Utah, I'd still imagine Romney's going to win that handily going away, I would I mean, think. Would I, have, I don't know. He would have to do something that would be very unmit like 
to lose that. To lose this, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so, too. Um, also, there's a, another candidate that is running for office, Kelda Roy. Uh, she's a Democrat, and she just released this ad that I wonder if you can pick out the unusual part of it. Uh, she's right. a she's a mom. She's running okay. uh, for office, and uh, I haven't seen it before. Does that matter? Does she, it look? no? I okay. I just want to see if you can pick it out. Oh. All right, check out uh, gubernatorial candidate Kelda Roy. When I was in the state assembly, I learned about BPA, which was a toxic chemical that was totally unregulated, and it was everywhere. It was in can liners and in baby bottles and sippy cups, and it gets into whatever the baby is drinking. I have heard of that. And this was horrifying to me. How could our government let this dangerous chemical be in all these products? So I said, well, Wisconsin is going to be the first state to ban BPA in baby bottles and sippy cups. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I was putting together my legislative update, and I went door to door to hand it out. Approached this one door, and even before it opened, it was a summer day, and I could like hear the sound of kids. Woman opens the door, and I kind of hand her my legislative update, and grabs it, and like slams the door, and like runs back to deal with whatever her kids are yelling about. I'm off to the next house, already up the driveway. And I hear her calling after me and she said oh, i just nice. read that you are working on Fantastic. the bpa free kids act Bad. yeah and i start to tell Fantastic. her you know, bisphenol a is a neurotoxin she said i, I mean, know what I is know, she I supposed know. to do here our daughters Pat? had some problems and the doctor said that it's because she was exposed okay to that's BPA. enough what I think is really she need... supposed to do i think perhaps you notice the unusual item there uh, she starts breastfeeding her baby in the middle of the ad i didn't catch that can we, can we... <laughs> Is that just me, or is that a little strange? That's a little weird. I mean, I don't know if it's right That's or wrong. A little weird. It's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. What are you doing? Mean, running for governor? She's trying to, and you know that you know that that's her way of saying, "Look, you can breastfeed wherever you I, are, and I can be governor. I can be a mom. Yep. I can do all this, and I can still bring that kid over here, latch him on." <laughs> because. That's a thing, too. Yes, it is. Is that there's a lot of militant breastfeeding there moms. There are. <laughs> just, I'm all for it. I'm I, all for it. I whatever. mean, my wife breastfed babies. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall my wife ever doing it on a commercial. Uh, yeah. Yes. I don't recall, you know, the militant ones, though, at the at the restaurants and everything. I mean, that make it so. I don't. I can whip my breast out anywhere I want to breastfeed my baby. In fact. And you can't say. Go ahead. Say something. In fact, I'm going to come over to your table, and I'm going to breastfeed right in the middle of your table. What do you think of that? And I'm not going to cover up. I don't need to cover Go up. Go ahead. Say something. What are you going to do about it? Go ahead. <laughs> Is that unusual? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Is that perfectly fine? I, I mean, it really? Is. Did you have to breastfeed no. in the ad? Right. No, of course you no. didn't. You're not doing the ad live. And, no, and you, of course, you could have told us in the ad with your baby, hey, I'm a breastfeeding mom and I'm busy. Could have said that. You know what I mean? So that we know that, hey, you love your, your child. She had to present uh, it, though. She yes. Had, she had yes, to show she us. She had to make a bold statement yes, she right did. there. Appropriate uh, or not? 888 Where was the state again? I forgot where the hell she's Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Democrat from Wisconsin. Breastfeeding in the middle of her gubernatorial uh, good ad. stuff. <laughs> It's unreal. Good stuff. What does that have to do with BPA chemicals in in 
bottles. Well, they're not getting that from her breast milk, are they? Uh, maybe that's the point. Oh. So they're coming directly from me. There's no BPA. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> it's so unusual to see that on a political ad. Right? That's a first, man. I mean, that's a first. It happens all the time, though. I mean, not long ago, even here in uh, DFW, there's uh, when we talk about the militant breastfeeders, and I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm okay with, with mothers feeding their child mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. the heck you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. But just, you know, I, you know, I you prefer can, it can, to be covered up. You can do it covered. Yeah. You can do it discreetly. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Just for the sake of my young children, whatever, if nothing else. Whatever. I don't care. You know, really, right. I don't care. Whip it out. I don't care. I Personally, I don't care. I'm just, you know, uh-huh. just for the, the whole context of mm-hmm. people and decorum, mm-hmm. how about just cover it up a little bit? Mm, yeah. But there's always the lady who's in the restaurant. And I forget what restaurant it was not long ago that put, had a big fight because they um, asked her to. They asked her to do ask, it somewhere else, right? Yeah, they asked her to move because yeah, the, yeah, because yeah. people are eating. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she went crazy. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Yeah, but there's absolutely no reason in a political ad to have your baby brought over to you. Whip out your breast <laughs> and start breastfeeding yeah, her during the commercial. Yeah, they make a point of showing dad get the, uh-huh. the, struggling with it a little uh-huh. bit. Oh, he's getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like, we couldn't take a break on filming. No, we could this not. This had to be done right now. And as a dad uh, who went through uh, the uh, uh, breastfeeding of children with my wife, that's a good thing when your wife is breastfeeding because you ain't responsible. It. Well, you can't get up in the middle of the night to feed. I'm up. Right? Well, you can because now they they can save it and you have it in the. Well, they could they could do that for a long time, but it's so much better it's just so, coming straight it, from the mother, uh, just straight then, from the mother. And really, the baby prefers that. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, you can tell. Look, the baby prefers that. Take the. So, just a political <laughs> statement is all that was. And it really was, and it, I I don't know that it was needed. Yeah, right? it I mean, it's not, and that's why it's so bizarre. I mean, why why would you do that? What is the statement you're making? It is okay, I guess, to breastfeed anytime, anywhere, but who said it wasn't? And why are you doing this in an ad for, for being governor of your state? We know you're a mom. We, you already showed us you have a young child, a family. And really, I believe that she could have said, you know, hey, I'm a breastfeeding mom. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, my children uh, are important and come first. But, you know, second right. is the state of Wisconsin. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, there is a way to do it. Sure. Uh, 888-900-3393. You can also uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed. Uh, from Jeff Womack, why do we let these uninformed people vote if they don't even know what they're talking about? I know. Put that in your pipe. Hashtag put that in your pipe. And at Lost Libertarian. It's not like people died to give us these rights, nor are people dying every day to protect them. Right. I mean, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it really ticked me off when, when the kid with Hog, and I think it was the Caskey kid, but I'm not sure if that was who it was on bill maher that uh i mean he didn't even know he did not uh, know what he was talking about no i mean it was nothing there it's almost as if 
people think they're born with this right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, even Bill almost. Maher, um, if you're born in America, the United States, so you are. Yeah. Uh, funny well, how Well, yeah, happens. in America. And then he just went on with whatever it was yeah. he was saying. I mean, maybe you go back to high school. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, go back to school a little bit. Somewhere just where they're going to learn you some manners. <laughs> Ninja Gabe 13 says they're all about waiting periods. So why don't they have a waiting period for gun control legislation? <laughs> well, yeah, and, and they they do really. I mean, that's that that's our that's our system, right? Our political system. That's why hopefully it doesn't uh, run through so fast, right? Yeah, I mean, Florida's yeah. moving pretty fast, uh, and the reason that Florida seems to be moving on it so fast is just that it happened that they were in session, right? They were coming back in session. Well, and they're getting a, hammered by these kids from Parkland, right? In their own well, no, state. No, I understand, but I mean, it, you know, we didn't have. It wasn't a special second coming of let's make new laws. Yeah. Uh, Denimite1122 says there's only one National Women's Day, but 364 trash men mercilessly days. <laughs> Where's the equality in that? Wow. It does feel that way lately. Why do you, you hate? Know, we're always hearing about toxic masculinity and, and how uh, everybody's either a sexual harasser or a rapist. Uh, it's... I mean, men are kind of under siege, it feels like. It sure does. Um, It sure does. And right about now, uh, one man who's not under siege is our boy Mark Hamill. We're getting the star on the Walk of Fame right now. He didn't have one before this? As we speak. Yeah, I know. I was surprised. That's weird. I thought he did. You know, I thought he would have one, but he did not. Hmm. Uh, Congratulations to Mark. There's several people who have have more than one uh, because multiple stars are allowed on the Walk of Fame. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Why would you put more than one on there, just uh, so that people can see it in different areas? Because I mean, it is. Uh, yeah, but I like that idea. <laughs> I want I mine. Know. I want mine down there around the corner, and then I want another one over here. That's, that's, <laughs> stupid. It's different characters, right? It's different characters. Well, you would think as big as Star Wars was. Uh, that's what Mark I mean. Hamill didn't have a I star. Know. That's amazing. You think Skywalker would, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelly in Michigan, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how are you today? Good. My question for you is the selective service. Okay. Yeah. It seems that our young generation knows a lot about mm-hmm. gun control and safety, but do they know about this? They know about the Second Amendment, but do they know about the selective service? I have three sons, and they're over the age of eighteen. All signed up. You have to within thirty days of your license of right. being eighteen. Yep. Yep. I mean, if you're going to change the laws as far as pertaining a gun or mm-hmm. anything else, how can you be accepted to, although there's no, there's not a draft right right now, it's selective service, how, mm-hmm. I mean, what is the next step? Does little Anderson Cooper, I'm not even going to say his name, but does he know that he when he turns 18, he has to sign up for that? Is he going to boycott that also? I <laughs> uh, appreciate the call, Kelly. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... That they can be called to war and that they can go to war at 18 but not be able to buy a gun, uh, as we've said today. We, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's it's completely and illogical. To, and to say that, well, uh, you know, we'll train them uh, on a military base and then if we deploy them, they will have their weapons there. But when they come back home uh, and leave the base... Then they're not uh, they're not allowed to have any weapon whatsoever. They're not allowed to protect themselves or their family at home. I mean, that's madness. That's just madness. And I don't understand how you could actually look someone in the military straight in the face and tell them that they could do that. Yeah, it's I, I mean, none of this has to make sense because it's all being done on emotion right now. 
That's all it is. Right. It's a motion from that father who was yelling about the NRA being a terror organization. It's a motion from the kids who say that they are the experts because they've had an AR-15 pointed at them. Well, you know, does that make you worth listening to? I, I don't, I okay. guess. Uh, but it doesn't make you an expert. Not even no, close. No. I'm sorry. It doesn't make, you're not an expert. No, you were doing uh, video reports on your high school news uh, station. And now you're an expert on, no. No, you're not. Sorry. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and yet we're not supposed to say anything about any of it, right? Because they've been through this tragedy, and we're not supposed to say, "Hey, wait a minute, you don't know what you're talking about." But I can't just let it stand. If no, if if others aren't going to say anything, somebody has to, right? Yeah. Somebody's got to say something. And I know that. Look, um, you know the parents uh, arguing in front of uh, the lawmakers and uh, saying you know ridiculous things about Dana Lausch and uh, the NRA, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, and I, I I know they're grieving. I don't even want to pretend to think about how bad they're grieving and how bad their their life is right now without their child. But at some point, at some point, mm-hmm. don't you have to say, "Now wait a minute." When does the grieving for them stop? Yeah. And the, we're going to have to make that determination, aren't we? We're, go- uh, we're going to have to say, okay, there comes a point where you've gone too far. And I think it was oh, no. this interview with Bill Maher. Check this out. Just as you a reminder. You can say that we don't know what we're talking about because we're 17 years old. But until you've been on the receiving end of an AR-15, until you've been locked into your class. Look, Wayne LaPierre, Dana Loesch. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever had to deal with that, but as far as I know, that's not the case. We've been locked in a classroom. We have seen our friends text their parents goodbye. We are the experts. Mm. We know exactly what we're talking about. How no, you dare don't. you tell us we don't know what we're... I'm, I'm friend. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, I friend. Uh, wow. How dare you? Well, because we're American citizens and you're not going to take away our rights. That's how we dare. Because you don't know what you're talking about and you just proved it. They, they prove it in, in mere moments when he says it's as if these people believe they were born with the right. <laughs> that is so bad that it's good. Uh, I mean, it, it right. shows just what they <laughs> don't right. know. It's as if we were born with the right. I know. Uh, that shows me that you don't know anything right. about the Constitution. You have not been, you, you, you ain't learned right. <laughs> they I haven't mean, learned anything about it. It's and, amazing. And when Bill Maher has to say, well, yeah, in, in America, uh, yeah, they were, you are. You are. Yes, well, yeah, in America. Yeah. And then he continues with his point, whatever it is. Oh, good golly. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad, it's almost embar- I'm almost it embarrassed is. for the kids. I know. I know, and 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 and, and, and uh, you know, good for Bill. He's not going to cut him off like we joke around about, you know, liking him to do. He's mm-hmm. not going to do that. No, he's not. But uh, it would have been fun if he would have. <laughs> yes, right. Would have been if he would have just said, "Hey, um, kids, you just showed right, yourselves uh, right to down. be uh, completely uninformed on this." Just issue. Just stop so. right there. Good night. You know what? You're not an expert. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You know what? You have an open invitation to come back when you've learned what you're talking about. <laughs> And good night, America. Yeah, that would have been that would have been powerful. Yes, it would have been, and he it would have been legendary. Yes, 
Just kick him off the set. It would have been great. Kids, feel for you, but you've just proven We're done. you don't know, know what you're HBO, talking. you and I, I have a contract it. for an hour. I'll be back tomorrow for the next 45. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> I love that. <laughs> that would be great. That would be tremendous. Another thing that has uh, developed in the last few days over this uh, murder in Florida is the gun shop owner in Florida who claims that he turned away the murderer in this particular case for being under 21. Here's what he had to say. He was cool. He was quiet. He was uh, not nervous at all. Rossi is still shaken. So much so, he's asking us not to use his last name as he recalls school shooter Nicholas Cruz visiting Mm. his Coconut Creek Pond and gun shop just a few months before the massacre at Stoneman Douglas. This is the one that he wanted. He says Cruz was shopping for an AR-15. And I ask him, as the first question I ask everybody is, how old are you? And I believe he says, oh, I'm over 18. And I say, well, are you under 21? And he said, yes. And I says, well, I don't sell any firearms to under the age of 21. The store owner says Cruz tried to argue and convince him to sell him a firearm. He responded saying this. And I said, because I don't need an 18-year-old to buy a weapon and clear up his high school uh, with it. Mm. Not when it's uh, not if I have anything to do with it. That's what you told That's why actually I tell him, not just him, I tell her to every kid who comes here to buy weapons. Razi says he didn't make much of it and left to Israel where he first heard about the tragedy. And I logged in online and looked for a picture of him. And when I saw the picture, I said, yeah, he was in my store. He recently got back and found this review about him from a Nicholas Cruz online saying, quote, very judgmental and denied me customer service. I mean, wow. she was really coming down my spine. I mean, wow. I said, thank God I have not sold this monster the weapon. Wow. That's amazing. That sure is. Amazing. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed uh, coming up in a second. But here's another thing you can do in your life to just make being healthier easier. Uh, it's, a, it's a brand new uh, supplement that just kind of adds to the diet and exercise plan that actually work you know it, it's it's unfortunate that that's what works diet and exercise it would be nice if if pounds melted away overnight while we slept doesn't work that way though uh so you're looking at me uh <laughs> i mean what's your deal but if you want an extra boost in your plan to be healthier riduzone can help it's a safe natural FDA acknowledged new dietary supplement to support healthy weight and be part of your concerted effort to stay healthier. Riduzone was launched by a local company that's taken the good stuff in olive oil. That's the OEA in it uh, that boosts metabolism and it reduces appetite. It also helps you burn fat. So with proper nutrition and exercise, Riduzone can really help you lose weight and even more importantly, keep it off. Like Sarah has done. Uh, you see her every night, Monday through Thursday, on the news and why it matters. Yeah. She was 100 pounds heavier. It's hard to believe at this point, but she was. And she maintains because uh, Riduzone helps keep her cravings at bay. So she's not hungry all day and thinking about food. If you want to learn more or just go ahead and order today, go to Riduzone.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll save 30% off a three-month supply. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
welcome. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Uh, quick Stormy update. You know uh, better. We Yeah, she she can't talk yet, but she's trying to. So, here's your stormy update for the day. <laughs> she you. wants to talk, boy. She wants to spill whatever it is. But she, she knows. can't. But she can't yet. She can't yet. But she's saying that NDA that that uh, DNA or whatever it's called, the do not disclose, do not talk, shut your mouth order. <laughs> he didn't sign it, so she doesn't right. feel like it's binding. Does anyone? A doesn't matter. Why don't I'm confused at why this matters? I mean, we already knew the guy is the guy. Well, he's bragged about it in his books, so that's how you knew, right? And he's admitted it. I, I mean, what does it what does it do to him? I mean, what if Donald Trump came out today, walked out? He was supposed to talk about guns, or he's supposed to have his roundtable on on mm-hmm. on uh, video games or whatever he's doing today. He comes out, and he says, "One minute, mm-hmm. I just want to tell you something. You know what?" I was all over Stormy. All right. Melania and I, Melania just had uh, the kid. We were struggling a little bit. Uh, I had to get out of there. I was all over watching Shark Week. <laughs> Next question. We're done here. What, what happens? Nothing. I, I don't know. Nothing. I, I The evangelical supporter. It shuts have, her down. They've already said it happened 12 years ago and he's changed. Right. It shuts so. her down. Mm-hmm. It gets her like, Yeah. He admitted it. Okay, go away now. Mm-hmm. Go make money somewhere else. Well, he's denying it, though. I know. I don't know why that is. He's denying it. I know because he do, he. That's what he does. And I I believe Melania is upset about it. That's that's my personal. That. Belief. I believe that as well. I don't have hardcore proof, but I. Uh, nah, we've seen her on any it, number of occasions yes. push his hand away from her when he's you tried can to hold just her hand. Kind of feel it. You feel it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I think there's a little problem there. She was mad about the payout. Because that's been yeah. proven now. He's yeah. done. They did the payout. Because he probably lied to her about it. Probably. You know, he probably. He, probably. They, he and probably thought maybe he's lied to her him. about the whole affair. And so he doesn't want. I think the worst that would happen if this comes out and it seems credible and she proves it or whatever. The worst that will happen is it hurts their relationship. That's, yeah, and, that's what it looks like to me. And for, for Trump. So. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he feels about it. I mean, I, right? But I know. You know, he's he's the mother. There's never to been his a child. divorce in office, <laughs> so. Oh, I don't think he get a divorce. I out don't of think it. so either. No way. No, no way. That would be There's too tough. No way. Melania tries to divorce him. Hey, not it, well, especially as he's president. No mm-hmm. way. No way. But until she actually comes forward and starts talking, that is your stormy update. For I mean, she may move back to New York. Maybe. Can I still do stormy updates as the music is playing, or is it over? No, you should shut up during the. I know what I want to do. You don't. You don't talk over the intro and outro. You don't. You don't talk over that. So. So maybe I'm gonna you play it. do it one more time. Okay, then now you talk. Now that's now that's over. So now you go ahead and talk. So <laughs> that's but how that works. But if, but, but if I started talking, it would be more stormy talking. Then that it's over. No, that the stormy the talk story. is over. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. End. Yeah, so, that's, that's over. So so yeah. So well, I wish I had a baby to breastfeed right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you probably could, too. Oh, but, there's probably milk coming out oh, of those man breasts I wish of yours. there was. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You've got some serious moves. I'm guessing uh, maybe they lactate. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I can tell you that they don't. They don't. As hard as I've tried. Okay, all right. As hard as I've tried, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We've had uh, uh, a lot of talk today, and rightly so, about the VA. Here, here's another unbelievable story about them, and how they are just not taking care of vets. I don't. I don't know how you, you have a VA that doesn't take care of. I don't know veterans. Do you know the first part of administ- of the VA is veterans? veterans? Administration. I thought uh, we were promised. Well, this is one of the campaign promises from our president. Yeah, to fix this. Keep this one. It's not fixed yet. Army vet Tim Carner very nearly lost his home that was gifted to him after he returned to the U.S. in 2011 after a really grave war injury left him disabled. He's a Purple Heart recipient. He was injured in Afghanistan's Kandahar province in 2011 uh, during foot patrol. He stepped on an improvised explosive device. He says, I remember waking up in bed and my foot wasn't there. Wow. In addition to losing his foot and part of his leg, he also suffered traumatic brain injury. As a result of the horrific injuries, he received 100% disability when he returned home to the U.S. Uh, Through the work of a Texas-based agency, Operation Finally Home, Tim and his family, a wife and two kids, were gifted with a fully furnished five-bedroom home in 2014. That's awesome. That is outstanding. That's that's fantastic. His wife, Britt, shared a concerning Facebook status in February about the status of the family's home. She explained while Tim should have been exempt from paying property taxes, because that's what they arranged, and it's according to Illinois law, Property tax bills kept mounting despite the family reportedly filing appropriate paperwork to resolve the issue. They don't have to pay property tax. And the state of Illinois kept going after them. And the Veterans Administration did nothing to help him. Uh, His property taxes accrued year after year to the tune of uh, almost $19,000. Well, that's not our problem. Our hands are tied. You're going to have to take care of that yourself. You know that's what he heard. Uh, His ownership was put at risk. As a result of the unpaid property tax. Um, and uh, he finally got the paperwork in. And he, how did he resolve this situation? He finally went to the local TV station. Huh. And he said, hey, uh, can you guys help me with yeah, this? Maybe do a story on this? Eight on your side or whatever right. it was. One yeah, of those? Yeah. And the those work, man. publicity finally. Yeah stopped Illinois from trying to collect 19, It's amazing 000. how a local radio and local television works. Yeah, isn't it? It's it incredible. is. Yeah, it, it can do some real good. Yes, it can. 888-900-3393. Use that number tomorrow when we'll be back here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.